bitch girl. Oh. A bitch girl. <laughs> bitch girl. Fucking bitch. Yeah, have like a, a modern day remake of that song. You're a bitch girl. You, you post too much on your finsta. <laughs> <laughs> Finsta's, dude. That's something I fucking need. Yeah? You need a finsta? I think so, dude. Really? Is your regular Instagram getting too hot? It's getting too popping, dude. <laughs> too popping? Somebody DM me What's this poppin'? week. What's uh, popping? Yeah, they DM me and they were like, uh, yo, I love the content you're putting out, bro. And I was like, oh, shit. It looked like, he looked like a legit guy. Like, I, I, I went to his profile. He had like 5,000 followers. Okay. And like 800 following, which is a good thing, you know? Because if he was one of those guys who had like 4,000 following and 5,000 followers, it would look kind of sketch. You know what I mean? Yeah. But also, I think that's what he's aiming for. <laughs> yeah. And that's what we did, too. We, <laughs> yeah. That seems like a bot. Well, the thing is, Potentially. if he was a bot, he's a really good bot. Okay. Because, I mean, I've been known to get got by bots, dude. Was it to your personal page or was it to... It was to the personal page. Okay, and so that's he, seeming more like a bot. Yeah, I was like, me. dude, what content am I putting out, bro? <laughs> yeah. I'm getting like 65 plus likes. Yeah. <laughs> Once every three months when I post a picture, there's no way you're liking the content yeah, I'm putting out. On, Only 65 <laughs> other people in the world are like the content that I'm putting out. <laughs> there's no way you do too, random guy. <laughs> but he, yeah, he hit me up and he was like, hey, man, really digging the content you're putting out. And uh, that was it. That was he just left it at that. He didn't like post a link like follow me at this thing. And so I was like, thanks, dude. And then the next day he messaged me back. It was like, yeah, man. So anyway, I do like this blah 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 content blah blah blah. And I was like, oh man. Yeah, it was just a more sophisticated bot than yeah. we had. <laughs> but I mean, it was pretty solid though, because he just he just like went. It's kind of like the bot that got us that got me on. You you picked up on it right away. The bot that commented on our YouTube videos like you guys deserve more viewers. Yeah, Steve or Ed or whatever his yeah. name was. Like, thanks, Steve. Uh, <laughs> I had I posted my like first thing on Instagram in a while today because uh, a music video that we were working on mm -hmm. uh, just got put out today and. Uh, and like I literally within like five minutes of me posting my clip, some random fucking bot account was like, instantly get a blue check mark. Just follow the links in my bio. And I was like, spam, delete. Did you follow it, dude? Nah, I looked, but I mean, like, come on. It's never real. I feel like you could get a blue check mark spam spamishly, though. Because I know some people that have blue check marks that I don't think should have blue check marks. Yeah, but also like, you know. It'd be different if it was like a dude who like spammed his way to getting a blue check mark. It was like, this is how I spam my way to get a blue check mark. It was just some random page with like 50 likes that was like, follow us for the verified way to get a blue check mark 100% of the time. Did they have a blue check mark? No. Okay, that's it. <laughs> exactly. They had a picture of a blue check mark as their avatar. <laughs> <laughs> it's really easy. I need you to go to your profile picture, <laughs> go to PayPal, send a friends and family gift of money. <laughs> and then we'll hit you back and just go update profile picture and then upload this image as your profile <laughs> yeah. picture of put a the blue emoji of a blue gem at the end of your name <laughs> if people have horrible vision they'll think that you have a blue check mark i wonder if you can do that can you just do like a like yeah can you a do lot that? of people do that people like i said that as a joke oh. <laughs> a lot of people do that on instagram and twitter because my gears are like, turning right now uh, no, don't do it. It's it's a very it's like a very lame move. Yeah. When you see like a kid in like a rapper's Instagram like comment section being like, 
I know no one's really even going to give me a chance because I'm just 16 trying to make it, doing what I love, making music. And then he'll like have a little like blue emoticon next to his name. And it's like, dude, this is, doesn't even look like a check. However, I feel like we should start doing that and going things like, I'm literally about to be 28 in three days. <laughs> and I am such a fucking loser. Please listen to my podcast. I feel like that would like touch people's heartstrings a little bit more. Like, who cares? You're 16. You got your whole oh, life ahead of you, dude. I mean, like, I don't know. You, ca- I mean, I just think anyone who I see spamming shit in like on meme pages or like rapper pages or like whatever pages where they're like, you know, check my check my story for something naughty or like <laughs> yeah, uh, like I referenced before about like the rapper yeah. trying to come up like no one's ever gonna give me a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, it just look it's just so desperate. It's yeah. just like and then you see that same post commented under like six other pages that you're on and it's like come on, dude. Yeah, I know you're not dude. like I get that you're like trying to like come up or whatever, but this doesn't. This isn't a good starting point. Yeah. I wish somebody would have told me that when I was that age. I wasn't even trying to do anything when I was 16, uh, like clout-wise, besides wrestle. But but that wasn't like really a thing back then. Like I feel like the I feel like clout is like a within the last couple of years thing. Yeah. I think like once people like became overnight celebrities, like off of uh like fucking vine or i know you turned the volume down and i didn't hear myself and i was like are we still live <laughs> oh we're live <laughs> what happened to my ears uh, we both have cia level in-ear monitors yeah and our, you can't see them yeah it costs us thousands of dollars we're three steps beyond airpods yeah come on you think they gave you airpods and didn't keep something for themselves exactly come on exactly uh, but no, I just, I, I'd never want to be. Well, I mean, they definitely had, they definitely had the overnight celebrities like, but back then it was different. So like back then you could put a video on YouTube and go viral. Yeah. And I don't think you can, I don't know if that is a thing. And I don't know if you can go viral off a YouTube video anymore. I think like, I think you still can. I still, I feel, I still think that they're like, you know, cause you see it with like people going viral off TikToks and shit still like. And then the next thing that pops up, people are going to go viral off that and have their, like, 15 yeah. minutes of fame or figure out how to parlay it into something else. Speaking of that, have you noticed how Instagram Reels just, all of a sudden, you're just starting? Have you been noticing that? Like, yeah. it's just, like, here now? Yeah, it's just... That makes me a little I don't, skeptical. I don't like that it's in the Instagram app. And also, I don't know how to just, like, get to it. It's either, like, a pop-up when I'm scrolling to be like, these are the ones that we think you like. Mm-hmm. And I don't see any way to, like search out people's reels or like it seems like a thing where they're just like these are the people we want you to see and there's not going to be like any room for people to like if we like go back to like um like 2012 or 13 or whatever when like vine was starting to pop off and shit and like uh even back then like reddit was like cool reddit used to be like cool reddit fucking blows yeah. now yeah i like, wonder if it's reddit used to be fun because like is it still it was cool, just not still cool, or is it i don't know we just i think it's cool? more maybe we're not cool but also like it used to be like more of a free market now it's mm-hmm. more like uh you see like the same formula of whatever's popping up mm-hmm. and it's like kind of catered to whatever yeah 
audience that they want now. Mm -hmm. Like they're in the position, they're a big enough company to be like, we don't have to just accept who's coming here. We can tailor whatever the site, whatever yeah. we want it to be. Yeah. They, um, yeah, that, I feel like that happened. I, I'll never forget that I made it to the front page of Reddit one time. Well, I made it to the front page of, I made it to the top of r slash NFL. Do they still do the r slash whatever? Is that still what they do? Yeah, probably. Okay. I made it to the top of the r slash NFL thing for some, it, they were both Facebook statuses too. I just literally like screenshot a Facebook status. But then uh, I made it to the front page of the main one uh, with, and I just made the title beep. And then the status was beeped at a police car in front of me to see if it was illegal. It is. Yeah. And that made it to the front page of everything. Because that, that... And I made that, that up. That was... That blew up on Facebook, too. Yeah, well, exactly. on, like, locally. Like, you got, mm-hmm. like, 100-plus likes on that. Yes. When, when likes were hard to come well, by. They were hard. They were, like, getting likes on Twitter back then. Yeah. Because it had just been invented. You remember Facebook before likes? Yeah, they didn't have likes before. You, you, ever, you couldn't, like, post on people's walls before. You couldn't mm-hmm. do a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. You would have to... Because I remember with MySpace, you would have to literally go to their page... And then comment on their page. Yeah. And then they would like reply back on your page. But then you had no idea what the conversation was because yeah. it was just people going back and forth, back and forth. And so you had to go back. And then Facebook. And you kind of had that on Facebook too. Yeah. But then like it all shit went south when you could comment on other people's things. Yes. <laughs> yes. Was, yes. That was when Facebook became toxic. And that's why they don't have walls. They don't, nobody posts. I don't, does Facebook still have a wall? Or is yeah. it just your I mean, feed? like, it's just your, like, you can still post on people's profiles. But that's it's what you're only asking. for happy birthday posts, I feel like, now. Pretty much, yeah. Because yeah. now you just tag people. Or, like, stuff. old people. Yeah, <laughs> like, old people, <laughs> like, reply to your status as a wall post on your yeah. wall. They're like, ha, 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 that was hilarious. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Random woman from Looney's Perry Hall. <laughs> but no, like... <laughs> I feel like I noticed that Instagram Reels is is like starting to become a thing now, and I think you're right. Where it's obviously going to start off with all promoted content because they're trying to make it cool. Yeah. So Instagram was like, "All right, step one, let's make let's try to start setting the the gears in motion to make TikTok illegal." That's our first step. <laughs> let's fucking let's make TikTok illegal. And let Microsoft buy TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Just let don't make it illegal. Just let Microsoft buy it and ruin it. Yeah. So it's not cool anymore. (laughs) So then we we make TikTok illegal. And then suddenly, coincidentally, out of nowhere, Instagram Reels is like, but check this out. And I haven't even looked at it yet. Is it is it like little 15 second what is it like is it limits? I mean, it's like the same thing as TikTok. It's like even like the same like uh, like user interface and everything. Okay. Like once you get into it, you kind of just like watch a video, scroll up, new video. Yes. And part of me thinks like you're watching how monopolies take place because when we say Instagram is doing it, what we really mean is Facebook is doing it because yeah. Facebook owns Instagram. So now Facebook has taken out, they took out Instagram first and then with Instagram they went and they said, okay, uh, let's do the story. Snapchat's done. They're crumbling. Let's do the fucking short videos. Now Vine's crumbling. Then TikTok pops up out of China. And they're like, all right, next step, Instagram Reels. We're making TikTok got another one, Periscope. Periscope. And then Instagram Live. Oh, shit. 
Dude, they exactly. And Periscope yeah, yeah. isn't really a big thing anymore, right? It's, I mean, you there's still people that go on Periscope, but no yeah. one's watching Periscopes anymore. Yeah. But the good thing, as much as we're watching a monopoly take shape, uh, the good thing is is that if that winds up being where stuff starts popping, then then we have a shot because we already have an Instagram presence. Yeah. We have no TikTok presence whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, no. We never even tried. No. And I'm glad we didn't try. Yeah, like, TikTok, I talked about it. I'm TikTok glad was kind of lame. TikTok yeah. is the MySpace of this generation. It re- You know what? That's a good-ass... I think that's what it's going to be. That's a good-ass analogy. It really is. Yeah. Like, th- when we look back at, like, all this stupid- I mean, even just back, like, Facebook to MySpace. Like, Facebook was a stolen idea. So, like, mm-hmm. it would only make sense that... Instagram Reels would also outdo TikTok. That's true. And also Facebook, yeah, Facebook started off as a stolen idea, admittedly. Yeah. And they're just like, but we're just going to keep on stealing ideas. Yeah. Forever. But this time we'll pay them. <laughs> or make Except it. Except TikTok. They're Chinese. <laughs> I don't know if they use the same money. <laughs> I'm just stoked. You're right, because there's so many things that you look back on. Like, I watch a lot of like, 80s music videos or like i was watching some video about like old school workouts and uh in in and like the stupid little outfits they wore and things like that and it's very difficult when you're in the moment to see what like when you when you do a movie and like the first thing you're doing when you're doing when like if if we were in 2020 we make a movie and let's say we try to base it in 1995 first thing we're gonna do or let's say 98 First thing we're going to do is have some, like, Backstreet Boys are in sync playing in the scene. Like, yeah. when it's a flashback, it goes back to the scene. Everybody's dressed up in, like, the quintessential 90s stuff. When, in reality, yeah. parachute most... Parachute pants. Yeah, parachute <laughs> pants, fucking frosted tips, hair gel, all kinds of stuff. Exactly. Girls have pigtails and shit like that, which, honestly, I wish they still did. I like the pigtails <laughs> thing. But, like, in reality, most people... Like, I feel like I would have dressed the same in the 90s because I don't dress like people right now. Yeah, I literally just have t-shirts and pants. I wore pants today because I thought we were going to wind up doing our infinity angle on the camera, Ooh. and it always gets me in my pants, yeah. in my shorts, <laughs> in my gym shorts, and it's just and they always wind up riding up to like my upper thigh, and I just look like a little baby. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm first. <laughs> look like ridiculous. So I was like, I'm wearing pants today, and now nobody's even seen them, dude. Zach, uh, Lord Leisure gave me pants? seven pairs of pants. Oh my god, seven. Congrats, Seven dude. pairs That's of pants. That's a big come up. <laughs> yeah, only only three of them fit, um, and uh, I already broke one of them. <laughs> I <already> broke <laughs> so now you have two. Yeah, exactly. I haven't even tried the uh, the other one. They're like they're Nike uh, trainers, Ooh. which I've always wanted because that that is something. Is it like um? Is it just like sweats or is it like they're like sweats? They're I like. Mean, is it like my pants? Like my Adidas shits? Yes. Okay, hell yeah. Those are sick. Yeah, sweatpants. And those are something that I, I always wanted because that is something that is contemporary because that's something that's stylish now. Yeah. Like, I'm wearing fucking corduroys right now, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing fucking corduroys. I would have been wearing corduroys in the 90s, the 80s. Whenever corduroys were invented, I would never went out and bought pair of corduroys dude yeah but you've always had one i've always had them somehow because <laughs> somebody else had them. i was like why do i fucking have these corduroys here you go jimmy you have no fucking pants <laughs> why don't you wear these and look like an asshole for the you next just wear gym shorts right <laughs> yeah. <Have some> pants <laughs> why don't you wear these for the next four months every day in a row until they rip i broke 
he gave me like a pair of skinny skinny pants. They you weren't get, jeans. You get crotch rot or what happens? I uh, so these broke fairly quickly. It was only my third day of use, and I was playing at a gig, and it was like the very beginning of the gig, and I bent down to like do something with the cords, and my pants just ripped in the back, and then the Damn. whole place at Riptide was just like your pants ripped. <laughs> Play rip my pants by SpongeBob. <laughs> I was like, first of all, dude, that's triggering to me <laughs> when you bring up SpongeBob. I don't know the the chords. I don't know the tabs. <laughs> yeah, those are two songs I don't know the chords to. That song, even I love that song. And Happy Birthday. I never learned the chords of that. Yeah. Somebody asked me, what's your least favorite song to play? And I said, fucking Happy Birthday. <laughs> when I left Cheesecake Factory, we used to, have to sing that to every table. We would have one of a table. It was their birthday. They would be like, it's our birthday. And then we would have to go to the, they would get like a cake or something like that. Yeah. We had to go to the bakery side get a cheesecake, put a candle in it. They had to pay for the, the uh, cheesecake. And if they didn't want to pay for the cake, then we just give them like a complimentary scoop of ice cream with whipped cream and put a candle in it. Yeah. Light it. I never brought a lighter to work. <laughs> yeah. And it was amazing how many people didn't have fucking lighters. I was like, you guys are all doing coke all the time. You don't have a fucking lighter. Come yeah, on. Jesus. Not that they go hand in hand, but I feel like they kind of do. Yeah, come on. You got coke, you got a lighter. You're probably smoking cigs. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You yeah. obviously won't give a shit about your health. You got a lighter. So, <laughs> we, and then you had to round up like three other people in the restaurant on the busiest time you had to go there hey can you come sing happy birthday with me at table 16 go over there and sing it and the second i quit aka got fired i was like i'm never singing happy birthday to fucking anyone (laughs) ever again and uh yeah and now i feel like now i feel like a dick at gigs when people ask me to do it and i'm like dude i don't know What's your favorite what, song? Yeah, what's your favorite song? Exactly. I'll just sing that. And then I don't it's know that. It's longer than the Happy Birthday song. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're getting more bang for your buck. Yeah. Oh, exactly. you didn't tip me? I'm not playing your fucking song. Because <laughs> the prop Exactly. Because the problem is, once you sing Happy Birthday for one person, you have to sing Happy Birthday for every person. Yeah. You do it for one person over there, and then they're like, well, you sing Happy Birthday for that person. I'm like, what am I? My whole set's going to be a bunch of fucking Happy Birthday, yeah. dear X. Could you have spoken up right yeah. before I did the other happy birthday? So I could birthday? have like done it for seven different people all yeah. at once. Dear Maria, <laughs> Maybe you'll Trevor. have to start doing that. Be like, <laughs> guys, just a heads up. I've been asked to sing Alyssa's uh, happy birthday for her birthday. Just checking. Is anyone else celebrating a birthday? I don't want to sing this again. Uh, honestly, hate that I have to do this, yeah. but they did give me $5. Yeah. So. <laughs> and I'll do anything for five bucks. Any other birthdays? Let me know now for <laughs> Speak now or forever hold your peace. Yeah, speak now or forever hold your peace. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, sorry, that was a long-ass tangent. But anyway, when you're doing something that's a time, like a period piece, you always want to, you dress people up as quintessential the way they looked back then. But in reality, if if you were really around the 90s, you probably had like one in five dudes, one in five girls. I would, girls are a little bit more like girls, like I've noticed with like the denim jackets and the denim jeans and like... Girls really do kind of hop on trains, dude. Yeah. It depends on where you're at. Because if you go down to, like, the hip street parts of town, they all have the, like, straight across bangs thing. And, like, it, but if you go to, like, Fed Hill or something, they're all wearing, like, the denim jacket with the jeans and, like, or, yeah, you know. Yeah, Ugg boots. Yeah, exactly. The Han Solo. Yeah. I actually got, uh, I, in 2015, I made a joke about North Faces and Uggs and this girl that was, like, I was, like, 23 at the time mm. but i hadn't been in college in like five years at that point still or like four years and i made a joke and she was like nobody's worn north faces in like three years yeah nobody wears Uggs. It's like oh yeah so patagonia yeah okay yeah same fucking thing same thing same fucking thing yeah. but uh like when you look back so it's hard to, when you look back at myspace and you see all these things that we thought were cool but now we look back and we're like oh my god that was so cheesy it's there are Embedding certain fucking like 
emo music yes. into your profile yes. page. <laughs> Which I still think was a pretty dope concept. I think that's the one remnant of MySpace that I don't think should have gotten left behind. I think that's cool because like it like made you kind of learn how to make a website. Mm-hmm. It like fucking taught people how to do that type yeah. of shit. And it was much more personalizable. And you had to learn HTML code. Like I knew how to do shit like slash B with the greater than less than signs. Like yeah. I don't even know what that is now. I knew more about coding when I was 13 than I do now. <laughs> all because of MySpace. Yeah. But like TikTok, there's no way in 10 years. Hot we're take not gonna, alert. Yeah. <laughs> the alarms are going off. <laughs> First hot take of the night. There's no way in 10 years we're not going to look back and see these videos of like girls being like, ask me to... And then point at like random. It's stupid. Yeah, no. A generation from now, kids are gonna be like, "Were our parents retarded? (laughs) What is going on?" And it's like more ridiculous. Like it's it's every bit as ridiculous as MySpace and everything. Like it it just is. And being out of it now, like I'm just now starting to be able to identify things about like if I look back at like the stuff we did in 2010. Like when you hear a song on the radio, you can just tell. This is a 70s song, or this is an 80s song, or this is a 90s song. I, if you listen to the radio and a 2010 song comes on, you, you can just tell now. There was a distinct, <laughs> bless you. There was a, There's dis- a sound. Yeah. It yeah. was like very like Teo Cruz, like every, every night was the night. Everything was happy. Yeah. Things were going good. Yeah, we were too happy in the 2010s, dude. Yeah. Because we, we had just gotten out of our emo phase. Like we had just gotten finished listening to My Chemical Romance and Panic at the Disco and like the first round of Fallout yeah, Boy. listening to Angry Ass, like System of a Down. Yeah. Fucking. And then <laughs> Teo Cruz is like, baby, tonight, did you? Every night was like, tonight we're going down. I'm yelling to me. Like, yeah. every night was like, hell yeah. Fucking, uh, what was the Akon and uh, David Guetta, I think? Uh, the hell was it, dude? Damn, you's a sexy bitch. <laughs> you's a, a sexy se- bitch. Damn, you's a sexy bitch. <laughs> Damn, girl. <laughs> and then LMFAO and all that shit. And now it's like all the fucking music. It's like nobody's happy. What I happened? I can't at- believe that you stood me up. <laughs> <laughs> we went back to emo again, dude. <laughs> I liked all your TikToks and you don't talk to me. <laughs> and I did. Um, I was in the gym and I heard uh, on a song, because that's really the only time I have any type of connection, connection to, to modern yeah. pop music, yeah. because LA Fitness Radio is just like like imprinted in my mind <laughs> and uh it, there was this chick that was like blah 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 blah, calling uber blah 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 blah, and i was like oh shit like that is very time centric yeah like right now like well also like 10 years ago i've been called taxi i'm sure like dude if we had ubers when we were like 16 that would have fucking ruled like we would have had no need to have a car we would have just like been able to do whatever the fuck we wanted like that's such like a mm-hmm liberating thing for or like an important part of like kids lives i bet these days it's weird to imagine that really we were we were like outgoing like when i say out i mean like we were kind of like in our stages like we were in college when uber came out Mm -hmm. like we graduated high school and there was no such thing as uber yeah and i remember when we were like i want to say like it was either the the end of the our freshman year in like 2011 or like sometime in 2012 or something like that when uber came out and it's weird to imagine it's only been around that long because it, yeah. it that quickly just wiped out taxis altogether. 
I when I see a taxi, I just, I'm just like, how do you exist? Yeah. Who is, or like, do you also drive Uber too? Or like, how are you to. making money? You have to. <laughs> yeah, for real. Who right? is calling a taxi? No one. Exactly. Like, I think. No, it's crazy. I think the first time I ever got a taxi was when around the time that Uber came out, and like, I was only going like half a mile, and for whatever reason, the Uber was like super expensive. And there was like a Raven taxi cab a block away. And I was like, how much to get to over here? And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, like five bucks. And I was like, yeah. perfect, I'll go. Yeah. And and I remember, I, I think I've only taken like three in my entire life. And they were always so sketchy because they would, like they wouldn't, you know, you had, the, the, the thing that made Uber awesome was A, you 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 knew who your driver was. They had a rating. Yeah. Even though, like, I will knew say, what the car was. Like, mm-hmm. they there was like an expectation of it being clean. Yes. Uh, but you saw also, how quickly early, that changed. Early Uber was great because oh, yeah. like no one talked to you. Mm-hmm. Like it was all like early Uber was like uh, like private drivers a lot of the mm-hmm. time. Like they just like went from being private drivers to being like, oh yeah, I'll just use my town car as mm-hmm. an Uber like a black town car. Yeah. And then, you you know, you'd Uber around and feel like a fucking uh, CEO or some yeah. shit. Do you think people Uber to proms now? Or are they still taking limos? I bet they do. I bet they get the Uber XL, dude. Okay. And just like throw everyone say. in it. I was about to say. But you saw how quickly... I mean, like, they might... I mean, some people might still do limos, but I can totally see kids just like getting a big black definitely. SUV and dude, sitting I in used the back to take, two rows or some shit. I used to take the bus until I was like 19... 20 ish like mm-hmm. like it's weird to think that like that was my that was my go-to thing i didn't have my license yet and yeah. i would take the fucking bus because that wasn't a thing but you saw when it came out i remember somebody was explaining to me he was like yeah blah blah blah, and they like when they first came out it was very rigid set of rules it was like you have to have a black car i remember yeah. that it was like you have to have a black car it has to be like a certain year or after like it yeah. has to be within five years and like all the drivers had candy, they had water bottles, they had everything. Yeah, they passed the aux, everything you wanted. And then as and then they saw Lyft came around, mm-hmm. and then that was more of the oh yeah, anyone can do this. Mm-hmm. And then you like get a Lyft driver, and then they're just like all talkative and chatty. And like I remember at first I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun talking to someone. Like this is interesting. This mm-hmm. kind of like uh, you know. Getting to meet someone and interview them about whatever for like 20 minutes and then yeah. never see them again. Yeah. But then every time after that, you're like, yeah. oh no, they're well, all like, like this. Here, I will say, I, I, I appreciate when I get a foreign driver because they don't try to talk. And I feel like the non-foreign drivers are always the most talkative ones. I'm like, dude, leave me alone. Dude, I wish you didn't speak English like my last Uber driver. <laughs> Please. But like, it is cool that they incorporated that thing because I feel like now you can do like the... um. There's like a checkbox on it for if you if you don't want to be talked to, right? Really? I feel like that's a thing on the app. I don't know if it's just one of those apps, but I feel like they're doing the same thing at this point. Like Uber and Lyft, they're doing the same fucking thing. I don't yeah. I don't notice a difference. Every it's like Bumble and Tinder at this point. It's like when you get into an Uber, half the time the guy has both stickers on his windshield. Oh yeah. It's like it's the same thing. He has thing. like the lift light on in his car, but you order an Uber. Yeah. You're like, is this it? And he's like, Eric? Eric? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's sad, man. I mean, it's not sad. I mean, 
I remember when I, because we used to have this regular, I, I told it's you about. It's not sad. It's not sad. Uh, it, it's it's kind of like one of those things where taxi, the taxi industry was able to basically do whatever the fuck they wanted because it was their only option. Yeah. And it was well, a very like It was like a thing. monopoly that you had to get medallions or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you had to get your taxi driver license, which was like locked away behind like $10,000 or like $100,000 fee or whatever mm-hmm. with the expectation that you're the only game in town. So yeah. you're going to get literally all the money of taxi revenue. Mm-hmm. But then uber and lyft came out and it's like oh no well I will s- <laughs> i'm in debt now for, Here, i can't pay this off i gotta start driving uber and lyft. there's there's two ways to think about it because the owner of jimmy's cab or he owned a bunch of jimmy's i don't know if he owned jimmy's cab but he had he was like a very high stakes investor and he had like a lot of cars running around he had the medallions for all of them stuff like that mm-hmm. and he was a regular at seasons yeah and uh, this is a guy i talked about a while ago that like wound up calling me up yeah, and asking and ask for, for money yeah, yeah. and like but he was he was a pretty cool guy. Like he wasn't a bad dude. He was he was a nice guy. And um I remember it it did kind of make sense to me. He was explaining, he was like, you know, like when we were in the taxi industry, like it was a big investment. We had to go all these licensing deals and government stuff and all these red tape and shit like that. And it was a really big investment to own a taxi cab. Mm-hmm. And then this new thing comes out where there's no regulations whatsoever. And these people are basically allowed to come in, jump every single hurdle that we were that we didn't just bypass all of it yeah and just steal all of our business i was like that kind of makes sense a little i could see being mad about that if for the longest time to to operate as a taxi driver you really had to do all kinds of bullshit and then out of nowhere this app comes out that any fucking dude with a car at this point can just sign up there's no there's really i mean is uber they, there's no tracking of their employees really you're just they're considered I mean, a other subcontractor like, and it's like you know the honor system basically yeah. mm-hmm and that's kind of like, I mean, so it is, it's weird because you look at that and you're like, I could see your grievance there, but at the same time, you're really, if you're arguing for them to make it more difficult for Uber drivers, what you're really, I I, I would have been arguing just to make it easier for taxi cabs. Like, you should have been lobbying the government to be like, okay, well, now this is bullshit. Like, I, as the owner of Jimmy's Cab, I want all these medallions stripped away. I want to be able to operate. I want to make an app. That I can make an app and compete with Uber and compete price-wise and things like that because I can't compete with pricing because I had all these other overhead from all the investments and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like if you're – what they were really arguing for, I guess, is they were so stuck in their mold that instead of trying to advance his process and try to like convince the government to allow him to do – to advance with the curve, to follow the wave, he was basically saying, no, just make it harder for them. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but what you're doing is in making it harder for them – you're making it more expensive for us and you're making it more difficult for the average consumer. So I support Uber because I can't just hop in and they can make up a fucking price as soon as I sit in the car. Exactly. I mean, you know, like they, you and see like what there's you're going to no, pay. There's no confusion of where you're going. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, like it's, you see the map that they're seeing, you know the route, like, so you know if they're taking you somewhere sketchy or whatever, mm-hmm. like if they don't follow the route, you can instantly yeah. be like, hey, where are you fucking yeah. going? And I guess it's monitored. The mm-hmm. only thing I don't like about Uber is that you can't, like if you lose a phone or something or a wallet, which I've done a billion times, like you can't contact them. You have to call Uber and half the time, like you call them and they'll just, they won't feel like coming back and they'll just say they don't have it. And that's kind yeah. of annoying. That kind of pisses me off. But other than that, great innovation, dude. And then the same thing with like, um bird scooters and stuff like that like it 
what what did Baltimore City do? Did they do something where they like made it so that only one of them was allowed to? I think so. Yeah, just because like they didn't want a million fucking scooters littering the street, <laughs> like which is a good idea. Um, and that, but like for a while, it was like three of the scooter companies were like competing. So you'd see like limes and lips mm-hmm. and fucking jumps or whatever the hell mm-hmm. was going on. Um, and they also had like bikes for a while too. They had like lime bikes, but they got rid of those pretty quick. Yeah. I, um, yeah, they had them all in LA when I was out there. They had like a billion different like stuff. Well, I'd they never had seen like, before. um, when I was in Texas last year, they had like these, like just straight up, like motorized, like scooters that mm-hmm. you like with seats and everything you could like go like 28 miles an hour on it. Yeah. And it was like literally like two or three bucks more than taking a scooter. So it's like, of course I'm going to take this fucking like dirt bike essentially. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Like this rules. <laughs> Why can't we have this in Baltimore? I'm going to have a dirt bike too. <laughs> that is one thing like, like in Baltimore, the big, the big thing is always like they're trying to get, I, I never, like with the subway system, like it is kind of embarrassing that we literally, we built the one from, Hunt Valley down to, uh, I guess, where is it? What, the light rail? Yeah, the light rail. And then we have the subway that goes from, like, nowhere to nowhere. It goes from, like, Hunt Valley all the way to, like, Glen Burnie. Oh, really? Pretty much. Yeah, maybe even Penn Station. The airport is further. I don't really know. Yeah, I think you have to take the light rail to Penn Station, and they have a separate line that takes you down to BWI, which is good. Yeah, yeah. But still, it would be cool. The the original plan was to have one going north and south, one that goes all the way east and west. That would make sense. But it is kind of weird, because it's like, that would have been a good idea, in my opinion, if we had like actually gone through with it when we were doing it. Or... Like, uh, we do have a subway, too. Like, we have a subway in Baltimore, but it's literally, like, it goes from Penn North to, I guess, yeah, I don't know. It goes, like, Penn North, literally, to, like, the middle of the city, and that's pretty much it. Well, it goes, it so, like, you know where 795 is? It's the one that takes you out to, like, Owings Mills and stuff. Mm-hmm. It, if you're driving down it, it, the subway tracks just follow you all the way. I think it goes out to, like, I want to say Owings Mills Mall area. The subway? Like I yeah. think it's the light rail, dude. Maybe it goes underground. Maybe. I don't point. know. <laughs> I don't know. But I think the, the Baltimore subway is, like, very small. Yeah. But it's, like, why wouldn't you just, like, build upon this? Why mm-hmm. Why stop? Like, yeah. <laughs> this was a never, good idea. They should have never ended it. And it would be awesome if we had it at this point. But then I wonder, like, okay, if we were to just make a commission to build one right now, would that be the best expenditure of money considering all the other technological advancements that have occurred since last time we tried yeah. to do something like that well that's why i think like the project now is the 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 like light the hyper train or whatever the hell it's called like the one that goes from baltimore to dc in like 15 minutes yeah and then like dc to new york in like 30 or something or 45 have you seen those like concept maps of like it's like stuff that people are planning i don't know who the fuck is planning it but like you see like elon musk and his company dude they're saying like the boring company or something like the like okay i thought you meant like just fucking boring no like boring Boring. like yeah yeah yeah. digging 
They were saying every time you see a map like that, because they're talking about like stuff that goes from like is one that goes all the way down the east coast, all the way down the west coast, and like all oh, the way well, that's across. Like a, that's like, like a train system, right? Or is that yeah? But the it's supposed to be like thing. a hyper train. Oh, okay. Because like the I like think a they're bullet gonna, train. I think they were going to do one that goes from like Boston to DC because that's like the main corridor. Apparently, yeah, yeah. the highest population of people in the country is between DC and Boston, the northeast yeah, corridor. I believe that. So like they're going to build a hyper train for that. But I think the eventual goal with that is to make one that you can basically get to any city in the country yeah. on this hyper train, or like which any is major, awesome. yeah, like uh, anywhere that would have like a major airport, mm-hmm. essentially. And they were basically saying like you could, what were they saying, like DC to Baltimore in like what fifteen minutes or something? Yeah, fifteen. Crazy? That's amazing. That's insane. That's gonna change the fucking game for. Yeah. I mean, that's something that, that would literally solve the traffic problem. That would first of all, that would bring people two cities that are okay so like if you're a city like baltimore which doesn't have nearly as much business not nearly as much commerce as a city like dc or new york or something mm-hmm. like that but you could live in baltimore theoretically and commute to new york in the time that it would have taken you to get from hunt valley brooklyn to downtown to, well, like thinking of it as like yeah. if you're living in new york like yeah. brooklyn to manhattan is like an hour yeah on the train and now you could live in fucking like towson or like downtown and just go to Manhattan every morning in the same amount of time. Yeah. That would bring so many people that that would bring so many people to those cities that like where the real estate's cheaper. Yeah. It's like, well fuck it. I can't afford to live in New York, but I want to work in New York. And now I can work in New York, live in Baltimore. And they the only thing that made me kind of like I was like, okay, is this real? Because they were saying like it's gonna be like fifty years. I don't think it's gonna be fifty years, dude. I feel like that's pessimistic thinking, dude. Yeah. If Elon Musk is on it, dude. If the boring company is on it, dude. <laughs> he already dug a tunnel throughout LA. Yeah. Like, why would it take fifty years? It would have taken fit. How long did it take him to build the transcontinental railroad in eighteen hundred? Yeah. Not fifty years. We also had a lot of help. <laughs> we had a lot, a lot of-, of help back then. <laughs> Maybe we should ease up on TikTok just a little. <laughs> but dude, like, I want that to be a thing in our lifetime. Yeah, I want I that to be a want thing. To experience something like that, like before we're fifty, which I don't think is that crazy of a thing. Like, I, there's two things I think we will definitely have happen before we die. Uh, I think. A, we're going to have this hypertrain system in place. Because the second it gets figured out and the second they bypass all the fucking, like, you're going to blah, 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 and, like, all the other, like, all, all the other protests are going to go along with, you're going to displace this house. And it's like, okay, whatever, dude. We're trying to fucking build the future, baby. And I also think we're going to get, I think we're going to put people on Mars probably in the next 10 years. Probably less. You thinking less? I'm thinking less. But how... How? I also think that uh, in our lifetime, I mean, I feel like it's already happened. I think like Richard Branson has done it already, but like flying in space, like just like literally just for the novelty of like, let's fucking just take this up, let everyone see the galaxy and then take it back down. He, he was in the plane or the rocket or whatever? Or he yeah, just... I think it was like a plane that went into like the upper levels of the atmosphere. Oh, shit. Um. I don't know. We'll fact check that after this podcast. <laughs> yeah, not during. Not during. <laughs> Just after. After. <laughs> I was I was watching this video last night actually, and it was like pictures of Mars, um, just like from the you know uh, the robot, the the rovers. Yeah, there was yeah. like uh, Curiosity, Opportunity, and Spirit yeah. were the three rovers, and um, two of them 
only existed for like a couple of years, but Curiosity they launched afterwards, and Curiosity is like this like super rover, like drilling and stuff, going up hills and shit. And I'm looking at Mars, and I'm like, dude, Mars looks a lot like Earth. Like it, it there was obviously there's irrefutable. It was definitely had water on it at some point. There's yeah. moisture in the atmosphere. Mars has clouds. We have clouds. Yeah, it's yeah. red and hazy. The only thing that pissed me off was they were saying like, you're seeing a blue sky in this picture. But that's because... They, like, digitally corrected it. Yeah. yeah, but it's like, why? Well, they said because it's easier for geologists to, like, identify certain shit. But mm. I was like, dude, I want to see what it looks... I want to see what a yeah, red for sure. sky looks like, I want to see that so bad. Like, the only thing was saying... And also, it's like, how, like, what would the normal terrain look like? Because they have to take a lot of the red out of the photos to, like, get the blue sky. Mm-hmm. I just want to see the original shit. That's true, dude. They're they're not just color grading the sky; they're color grading everything. Well, I mean, like they might just be doing the sky, but it's gonna change the photo yeah. a little bit. I the only problem with sending people to Mars is because I think they're already like they were. Somebody was talking about it at the bar. I don't know how much. It's gonna be hard it to get those red green color blind people up there. Yeah, exactly. Or they might be the first to go because they're sure. not gonna know the difference. Exactly. They're like, dude, this looks just like Earth. It looks like the photos. <laughs> like, like, obviously, space is the next manifest destiny. We've pretty much like it's crazy to think that in like well there's no one we can offend in space yet exactly. <laughs> so we can still have colonialism in space yes and it's fair it's fine it's good and to it's go it's fine because there are no minorities in space <laughs> if anything we're the minority we are the minority dude we're taking it back baby and that'd be a very unifying thing but also the second the second because that's what's weird to think about like literally up until the past 600 years nobody in europe knew that there was like there were a couple like people that had like apparently the vikings had like made it to uh newfoundland uh in northern canada and it was just like such shitty land that they just forgot about it they just like went there for a bit and then just went back and they were like fuck this dude they never like took the time to be like is there more shit here is there an entire (laughs) other Half is it of the all world? like this? <laughs> yeah. This sucks. This fucking blows. <laughs> like I feel like at the very least, if I made it that far, I would have kept walking. I'd be yeah, like, dude, I'm probably. already here. I'm a Viking. What am I? What am I going back to? Yeah, I'm a fucking Viking, dude. I'm Unless they around. came up against some natives and were a little scared. Who I don't knows? Think natives were up there, dude. I also heard, tail. dude, when we got here, the population of North America was actually higher than the population of Europe. There were more natives in North America than there were people in the continent of Europe. Damn. I did not know that. That's pretty insane. Yeah. So <laughs> kind of like wild. we were like the new world. Kind of. Because there were more people over here. Yeah. I mean, not counting Asia. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But well, even, it was connected at the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but even before that, like, the the people in Europe didn't really even know that there was like a whole other world out east. Like in the 1100s, the 1000s, during the Dark Ages, I, I guess they just, I don't know what they thought, or maybe they just didn't think about it. Like, there was no yeah. Google. They weren't, like, looking shit up. They were just like, I guess there's, like, the only way you can get there is by horseback. Like, I'm not going out there, dude. I got a cabin here. I got a hut here. Like, I'm not going out to fucking... The Mongolians were really the people, the first time that we came into contact with them, the Mongolians, uh, with Genghis Khan and them, they just started out way out in East Asia, and they just kept conquering the fuck out of people. They were, they were a, a nomadic tribe, so they would literally just ride horses, get in wars with every single group of people yeah, that they came anyone across. on their path. And then they would like just, whoever, they would go there and they'd be like, all right, dude, you heard about, you know you heard about us, baby. Here's the deal. We're either going to 
fuck you up, kill every single one of you, rape your women, burn your entire city to the ground, or we can skip all that, and you can just hop up on a horse and ride with us to the next fucking village. And they did that across the... They would boil people alive, fucking fill people's heads with molten metal and shit. It, they were gruesome, dude. And then, like, whoever would die in whatever battle, they would just eat their horse, and that was how they sustained themselves. And they made it all the way to fucking Europe. And by the time they got to fucking uh, Hungary, which is, like, the close... They were, Hungary was, like, the powerhouse at the time, during, like, the times of Charlemagne. They got to fucking Hungary, and Hungary was like, all right, dude, fuck these motherfuckers. And they fucking beat the fuck out of Hungary. And the Ukrainians and all, they like, dude, they could have very easily made it into Rome. Because it was like during that time. They yeah. could have made it down there. The only reason they didn't is because they had this stupid ass tradition that basically said that whenever our main leader dies, we all have to go back to Mongolia, like where we started, and Damn. vote for another one. Because they actually had it. So they made it all the way back to Ukraine, beat the fuck out of them, killed everybody, burned entire cities to the ground. And then uh, one of the cons died, Genghis mm-hmm. Khan, or, and or, they were just like, fuck. Yeah. They rode all the way back and did right, that. But that was, that was when we, can you imagine if you were living in Eastern Europe at that time and some dudes ride up with fucking like cuts on their face and shit and you, you're like, who are these people? They don't look anything like us. Yeah. They are coming at us. They and do not look peaceful. <laughs> they do not look very yeah. peaceful. They do not look peaceful. Now, I think like Attila the Hun and stuff, but the Huns were from like, I don't fucking know the timeline of it. But basically, there was a certain point in history when if you were living in a part of the world, you had no idea that there was another part of the world. Yeah. And now, and like when we got to America. And especially that was, like different types of people. Yeah. Like you just expect like, oh yeah, they're from over there. They kind of look like us. Yeah. But then it's like, oh, who the fuck are these grizzled ass <laughs> yeah. squinting dudes <laughs> <laughs> why do they look so fucking mad all the time <laughs> chill bro why do they got all these rosy red cheeks all the time <laughs> what are the what are the traits from Genghis Khan it's the the cheek blushing the cheek blushing when they drink um they have like I feel like the Mongolians look the most like whenever you see a drawing of a stereotypical Asian person, mm. that's kind of what Mongolians look like. And I feel like that may be because Genghis Khan apparently is responsible, like one third of the entire he's population. Spot, he's responsible for racism. <laughs> I think so. Honestly, <laughs> dude, I mean, if you think about it, like we even talk about colonization, dude, the Mongolians fucking, they, they, they fucking tore shit up, dude. Everybody did, dude. Everyone I was knows watching, this. I was watching the shit about like the fucking Aztecs and the shit they did with the all the tribes. Like everybody was doing that shit, but we didn't. We just didn't know. And then we got. We were just the only ones writing it down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we got caught from old tweets, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. People are digging up our tweets from fucking fourteen thirty-two. Europe got canceled because we fucking wrote it down. It's like, dude, <laughs> did you not Europe see? Europe got fucking <laughs> SNL. <laughs> Like, bro, now white people on. can't catch a break. <laughs> but like, it's I kind of am jealous that I'm glad that we know what we know. But the more you know, the less you don't know, which isn't true. I'm returning that immediately. The more you know, the more you don't know. Yeah, However, because sure. the more you know, now I like that this, better. Yeah, yeah. The more you know, the more you don't know. Because the second we got to the pinnacle of exploring the Earth, which we still haven't. Apparently, like as it comes to the ocean, we still haven't explored like ninety percent of it. Yeah. Stuff. But it's like, who cares, dude? Were you gonna live in under the ocean? We might have to. We colonize <laughs> it gets the ocean. too hot, dude. It colonize the ocean. It gets too hot, and people don't like the color red anymore. Dude, if it gets too hot, <laughs> we we're gonna, gonna go underwater. In Mars, bro. Nah, that's what I'm saying, dude. We're gonna hate red. <laughs> 
We're gonna colonize Mars before we colonize the We're ocean. We're all gonna have to get those like dumb hippie glasses, like the <laughs> like Mars blocker glasses <laughs> to <laughs> cancel out the harsh vibes it, of the it's, the red planet. <laughs> it's just gonna be hard. Okay, and and, and this is. This is another thing that is another parallel to that period of history. If you were a person who was leaving Europe to come to the Americas, you came to the Americas because you your life was so... I would imagine there was a certain group of aristocrats that came over because they were like, dude, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we'll set up, we'll set up all the banks. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We'll start uh, digging our claws deep into the government. Yeah, so by the time the poor people get here, they're still poor. Exactly. Like, they're not getting anywhere, bro. But like, for most of those people, you got to imagine, like, to, to hear about this new place across the ocean to fucking, what, a month-long boat ride, maybe more, give or take, I don't fucking know. A long-ass boat ride that, like, Pretty the long. life expectancy of doing it, like, you don't fucking know if you're even going to make it. You don't know yeah. if your boat's going to make it. Well, and also, like, for a lot of, like, the first people going over, it's like, yeah, we were kind of just told that it was over there. Yeah. We're still not really sure. The first couple of guys missed the mark and ended yeah, up in yeah. fucking South America or... <laughs> The Bahamas or fucking, yeah, like, you never really even knew where you are going to go. But you still did it. And that's you the still thing. did and it. And you knew your ass wasn't coming back. Yeah. Like, you made it over, dude. You're a poor ass dude. And you you were escaping religious persecution over people came over yeah. here for back in the beginning. They're not sending their best men. They're not sending their best. <laughs> they're not sending their best. <laughs> <laughs> they got here. They knew they're not coming back. So I was saying, like, the hardest part about colonizing Mars is probably going to be, how are you going to get the first boatload of people out there? Because... They're not coming back. Yeah. It's hard. It took us... They've got nothing to lose. It took us 10,000 10, years of civilization to develop to the point where we could get to Mars. And once we get there, dude, we got. I guess we got to like bring water over. We got to like fill up oceans and shit, right? Like, there's yeah. a lot of shit we got to do. We got to figure out how to turn dirt into water or yeah. some shit. Yeah. Or, we I need mean, a Martian well, still, Jesus, dude. I think there's like ice on Mars, right? Mm-mm. Or no? Mm-mm. Okay. That was the thing that I was going to bring up and i already did bring it up but i'm bringing it up again how are there clouds in mar mars's atmosphere but we didn't know that there was water yeah right like dude there's obviously i guess like we couldn't really it just because they weren't like white clouds you know like they're like red clouds or whatever like also like when you see other planets you can see like atmosphere on planets but it's not necessarily Mm water vapor yeah. it could be fucking like literally diamonds yeah. or some shit like <laughs> something weird. isn't like pluto like it the literal like fucking sky is like a rare metal i think so i think something like, like that something i forget something like that i know i know jupiter is just liquid hydrogen yeah which is ridiculous yeah but pluto yeah that would be crazy if pluto was just like a giant diamond which is why we're like you're not a planet anymore dude you're a diamond in the sky and then we took it back. We took we're like, dude, we need some new blank. Yeah, we need some fucking ice up in this atmosphere, baby. We'll fucking put you back in the solar system, dude, icing ourselves out. But like, when the first boatload of people, I, I, I don't think, here's what I was, I'm not going to Mars in my lifetime. No. Because by time going to Mars is like going to Italy, we're going to be dead. Yeah, there's it gonna will be, another, be like There's going to be another pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> it will be like that at some point. Probably yeah. within the next 200 years. Going to Mars will be like going to fucking Italy. Yeah. Maybe. I, I, I think 200 years. Probably. In 2220, dude. I can see that. People are going to Mars and coming back and talking about it and posting on their fucking still Instagram. because <laughs> <laughs> Instagram will still be relevant because it's stolen every piece of technology. <laughs> 
But and how here how <laughs> everyone would, gets the Neuralink. Okay. All of their ideas get sold to Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> how does a company like I don't think it would be that crazy to think that in 200 years, some type of subsidiary or maybe still Facebook still exists because we still have companies from 200 years ago. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, Yahoo's still around, dude. And what's going to take Facebook and Instagram out? Because back when the internet was the Wild West, you had a whole bunch of companies coming up and making their different social media sites. And then through the course of time, it was like entropy. Everything just kind of got consolidated. Mm -hmm. And then you had like a Google account. And now here we are in 2020 and it's like there's really like three big ones. Like there's not – nobody's competing for Facebook's spot right now. Facebook is Facebook. I can't Mm -hmm. imagine another company coming up and just taking all that out unless something monumental happens. Yeah. So like it it could be that in the next – I mean, in the next 200 years, we still have like that kind of social media stuff like that. I just can't imagine how it, I just think it's going to obviously change a lot. It's probably going to be like a chip in our body and we can just fucking post from our minds and shit. Not even joking. Yeah. Probably. No, I mean, honestly. No, yeah. That's probably like 10 years from now that's happening. The other thing I'm worried about is, yeah, 10 years from now. Yeah, for sure. And that's, that's what worries me is like, when when we have kids, like, the world's going to be so different than when we were kids. And, like, if it just becomes the normal thing to microchip your kids, like, getting a vaccine or anything else, like, at a certain point, it's just going to, like, the people are going to be the holdouts. They're going to be like, I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm yeah. not going to fucking get or a microchip. Or is it going to be, like, cell phones where it's like, you're not getting a cell phone until you're in high school. Mm-hmm. So then kids are walking around with chips and then your son's chipless fucking yeah. having to look at the internet yeah. still on a I computer. Would, you know, I was thinking about what I, I had. Like I had he's a lot going of, to the library. Yeah. Like, <laughs> All are libraries are just like fucking book, six. Dude? It's like a cyber yeah. cafe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could just fucking download all the information and in, you could just download the internet on your brain. Yeah. Why the fuck are you reading well, And that's going to be weird too because like once that is implanted into your head... There's gonna be a have there's gonna have to be a thing in either education or something where like that has to be disabled at school or something, right? Or like I don't even school, know. Dude. Yeah, you think we're just gonna Dude, if we're talking about a world where in the next hundred years, let's say two hundred yeah, years, everything be safe, you could ever want is at the You have the internet in the palm of your you have all the knowledge yeah. of the world, you have everything at your disposal. What is the point of school? School is basically a 12-year downloading process of basic information onto a kid's mind. Yeah. If you can just take a kid at six years old and just Put down- the chip in, let their fucking brain yeah. uh, in their subconscious, like, leach the information through yeah. their dreams but or you, some shit. Yeah, but you couldn't, you couldn't do it all at once, though. Like, you couldn't take a six-year-old and give him all the knowledge of the world. Because yeah. he wouldn't be able to process it. Yeah, you but slowly also, let him learn making shoes in a warehouse. Yeah, but all- <laughs> <laughs> but also we're bringing back child labor folks <laughs> <laughs> we're bringing it back we need to treat kids like equals too <laughs> and that means letting them work that's the next phase of wokeness don't get mad we're just more progressive than you um i was i had this weird thought when i woke up from a dream the other day and i was like what would hell be like and it was like sticking in my mind the whole day i was driving through the Towson circle and i was thinking about it <laughs> I got stuck in All the trap day, <laughs> just driving around, just thinking about what would hell be like. Turns out it's a lot like the Towson Circle. <laughs> that was one realization I had. But mostly it was like, dude, we're going to get to a point 
when all of the knowledge in the world is at your disposal, you have access to the internet through your mind, we are all connected on this other, like, Sep- the same way we are now with our phones, and we can we can pull up our phone, and we're instantly transported yeah, to like we're this- like we're in a Zoom meeting all day yes. with anyone that we want to be. Yes, and it's like literally we just have voices in our head all day. Mm-hmm. We're never not entertained. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I don't know. That's kind of like the scary part about like Wally, isn't it? <laughs> like the- I haven't seen it, but go on. So like you know, in Wally, like the Earth is destroyed, and Wally is like the robot that's going around cleaning up all the trash and shit. And then all the humans escaped onto, like, a mothership that's been floating around space. Mm-hmm. But, like, because all the humans have everything taken care of, they're all in, like, seats. And, like, they, they have screens on the seats. They get food delivered to them by robots. They don't have to work. They're just, like, on, like, a cruise ship doing nothing forever. And then they're all fat and gross. And they have everything they want, but then, like, it just is depressing. But it, that's, that's, I guess that's what I'm saying is like in a world where let's say we get to the point where it is somewhat like a simulation, like in the same way that you can kind of create your own presence on social media and things and exist in that realm and like be a totally different person in that realm. Like people that are like funny on Twitter that aren't funny in real life that just know how to like hit the right buttons on the right topics and shit like that or like take a certain angle on Instagram. Like if we got to a point, this sounds kind of weird, but like, if we eventually got to the point in the next couple hundred years where literally like you could exist in this VR reality where you're a different thing, like you're like a creative character mm. and you can do whatever the hell you want. And, and maybe like, let's say you're a person like me or you who, who like would be like, this is fucking weird because we're already kind of checking out of it at this age anyway. But like by the time it gets to that point, like if we're even alive, we're certainly not gonna be a part of it. But like if that's where everybody's at, then what's the point of real life anymore? Yeah, or like I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be a weird thing where once virtual reality is like in uh, indiscriminate, is that right? From real life or like uh, indistinguishable? Indistinguishable. Yes, that's what Saurus is back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's if once like VR is indistinguishable from real life. Uh, I don't know. Is that going to like open up a whole new realm of like mental illness in people of like maybe delusions of grandeur outside of the VR or like, I don't even know. Like, but maybe we're just all existing in our own simulation at that point. But then I don't know. I feel like that's going to be lonely. (laughs) That's what I'm saying though. But like, that's what I'm saying. I was thinking like, what would hell be like? And I was saying maybe hell is when you have everything you want. Maybe maybe we have this weird weird like concept of hell as being this thing where it's like hellfire and burning and stuff but maybe like I was thinking like you know like they have they have like computers Are that, you saying heaven is hell? I I <laughs> Whoa, Jim. Whoa. Whoa. We're flipping it upside down, baby. <laughs> We're flipping the <laughs> upside down, dude. I'm trying I'm getting what I'm getting at is that I was thinking about this world where, like, let's say, like, right now we have Tinder, right? But let's say in a futuristic world, you can just fucking, There's like... There's this thing called Bumble. <laughs> Bumble. <laughs> then, follow with me, Hinge. <laughs> but, like, you can just, like, see a girl and then just be like, all right, I'm going to fuck that girl in my simulation. And then you can just go and do... 
whatever the hell you want and have an entire life and ha- and go and do crazy awesome stuff all the time, take vacations wherever you want, go to outer space, do whatever you want. It's kind of like what I'm getting at is there has to be something to real life that makes it worthwhile. That would that because what scares yeah, me is there's that, like I mean even in video games like people rag on video games as being like time wasters or like you know mm-hmm. everything you accomplish in there you know you don't do anything in real life with it. Like back in the day when people were like oh you learned guitar here but not how to play a real guitar yeah and it's like no nah, dude I was having fun and also like. There's fucking statistics, and I can try to beat my friend's score, or like, yeah, yeah. I can fucking stunt on him when he comes over. It's like, I don't know, there's always like a human and like sharing experience in everything we do because mm-hmm. that's like what being a human is about. Like, so once everyone becomes isolated into their own worlds, there's not going to be anything to like, I don't know. Like, I feel like competition is such a thing with humans that like, if you're just the king of your castle, but also everyone else is, it's like, at what point is that fun? Well, I would imagine it would be a lot like a dream. Because when you are in a dream, and this is another amazing revelation I had, in a dream. Um, (laughs) Can you believe it? (laughs) But when you're in a dream, and you're you're talking, like I said this a billion times, but you're talking to someone else, but it's really just you talking to yourself. Like, I, that was a thing that I, I woke up this morning, actually, and I wrote down two things. The first realization, not nearly as cool as the second one. The first realization was, have you realized that every single Adam Sandler movie always ends with him, like, in a court case, and it's like a dramatic court case where he's, like, arguing why he should be able to keep doing whatever he was doing. Yeah. Like, Big Daddy, he's like... I want to keep the kid. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like some beautiful music starts playing. Yeah. He's like, ah, oh, he's the best dad. And he's like, yeah, I'm the best dad. Yeah, and then I like. I pronounced Chuck and Larry. Yeah. I, I just said I wanted to be gay for the health insurance. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, yeah, he's gay, but not really. But he loves him, but not like that. And then they're like, okay, cool. You get to keep the health insurance. Yeah. And then like with Mr. Deeds, where they're like. I'm the rightful heir to this. Even though this guy's trying to take it, your honor. and the, It's like every movie. Yeah, yeah. And I realized that when I woke up. I was like, damn, that's a lot of Adam Sandler movies that are like that. Anyway. Damn, I watched a lot of movies in my dream. <laughs> I went through the entire Adam Sandler catalog in my dream last night. And I got to tell you, still holds up. And, <laughs> but my second revelation was they say they've – I've always heard that like you never – dream of anyone that you haven't met in real life or haven't seen in real life and i realized that because i was talking to this dude in my dream and i woke up and i was like i haven't seen that dude in seven years and i only talked to him one time (laughs) and this dude that i talked to one time seven years ago was like a primary character in my dream and i'm like i guess i really don't dream up new people Every person I've ever dreamt of is someone that I've met in real life. My mind is like, all right, we got this big, big ass catalog. I, I don't even know his name. I couldn't tell you who he was. I couldn't tell you where I met him. But I just woke up. I was like, I met that guy once, like at a bar somewhere yeah. when I was like 20. Like I couldn't explain how or why, but he was like, a, he was like talking to me and he, ha- he was like my neighbor and we were drinking. He was having a, a cookout. And I was like, why? And I woke up. I was like, how does that happen? But anyway, when you're in a dream, you you're, but when I was talking to him, when I'm talking to him, it's really just me talking to myself through him. 
when you talk to your mom, it's not your mom in your dream. It's you being your mom, your subconscious playing the character of your mom. Yeah. But when you're in a dream, you don't know that. Your mind tricks you into thinking that you are uh, speaking to different people, different personalities, when in reality, you're really just talking to yourself, which I think is probably the case in real life on some spiritual level, and I think that's what God is, blah, 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 whatever. But when you get to the simulation aspects of things, I don't necess- I think when you step into that matrix, that you are just, like, you don't necessarily realize that it's just a creation of your own mind. Yeah. You know, maybe you really just are existing in this other world, but that's the other thing. Not everything in your dream goes your way. Like, people have nightmares weird shit happens in your dream you don't know why you just wind up somewhere you don't know how the fuck kind of like how we ended up in life like all of a sudden i was just alive i don't know what the fuck was going i was just i just remember my had my first memory and now i'm here and in the same way i couldn't tell you how i got somewhere in a dream i couldn't tell you why the fuck i'm here i just am here and i have this big story of how i got here and what happened before me and what you know all who's my parents and who's my friends and it's you know so i guess it's kind of basically saying that maybe real life already is like that but when we're creating this type of thing, it's kind of like with music, I think that's, a, or movies or any type of art. I think that is the one thing that if there is a thing about existing in quote unquote the real world, it's got to be that element that if you tell a computer to write a song, to, to just program a hit. It can't do it. Yeah. It can't do it. Or if you told a, a, a computer to write a movie, it can't do it. It can only it can only work off of what it, it and it has like a formulaic thing of like then we do this, then it goes to that, and blah 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 blah. But that element of like I don't know what the word is for it. That element of it's like just expression. Like a humanity. Yeah. Is it's not really expressing itself. It's really just pumping stuff out. Yeah. It's just like using an algorithm to be like, all right, this is what mm-hmm. worked in the past. Mm-hmm. Let's just mix A with B and put C before D, and there we go. And that's that's a question you gotta. You know, there's people that believe that all human beings are is just an amalgam of all of our experiences and and everything that preceded us, and then we just wind up just kind of playing it that that kind of element of like predestination where we don't even necessarily have a free will we just are what we are and the experiences we have drive us to make certain decisions that we think are our own decisions but maybe maybe it's just it was just the way it always was going to be you know and then the illusion of life is that we are in control mm-hmm. you know but uh I don't I think that's what we're kind of trying to do with uh you know Mark said it a long time ago when we were on the dark mark and he was uh he was like we're creating god we're creating this all-knowing, all-powerful thing, which I think st- we've always been working towards it. And then we have the internet, and then we're all kind of like locked in on that, like across the world. And then once that becomes a part of our mind, then we've kind of then we I think we're probably going to wind up creating one of our own simulations. But when you get to that point, when you exist in that realm, you lose the aspect of I think that the beauty of life is the fact that like if you see a girl out that you're interested in, you got to go try to talk to her and you might get rejected or like if you want to do something, you got to actually work towards it. And like maybe the fact that you actually have to work towards it and do all the other things uh, that get you to where you want to go, maybe Mm. that is what the actual like, basically I'm saying a very basic bitch thing where I'm saying the beauty is in, not in the destination, but the journey, Yeah, you know, but you know, in very cliche terms, I guess that's what I'm saying. That's fair. Yeah. 
Yeah. But I, I, I just like I'm just trying to imagine where technology is going and if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Because I do think that there's a point where I can you can just you can see it right now how entrenched people are in 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 what we have right now and to know that it's it's i can't see like a, a renaissance back to the way things were no yeah we're you know? only going to be more attached to technology there might be like fringe groups who are like mm-hmm. no no yeah yeah but they're gonna die off yeah because if you're the only ones left in the real world and everyone else you know is in this simulation and you're just like all right well this is fucking boring dude i went out to rec room and there's nobody there they were I mean, all, all fucking the, virtual they're, record. They're, they're fucking Amish people, though, so you never know. There's... Yeah, but nobody wants to be a fucking Amish person, dude. Yeah. We make fun of Amish people. I mean, the only people that are Amish are people who don't know any better. They're born into it. Yeah. I don't want my descendants to be Amish people, dude. But, you know, I, I just... There is a, there's a, a place we're going, and I think right now with all the stuff going on just in general, it's gotten everybody's minds kind of turned on like, what the fuck's going to happen next? Yeah, and uh, you know we talked about it at length before, just like how everything kind of seems to be going just in a general direction downhill, and uh, what's going to be the outcome of everything. But uh, yeah, dude, I think technology get to the point where we can fly back and forth to Mars, uh, get to DC in fifteen minutes, and then we should just we should probably just stop. Yeah, we should probably just stop. I like the idea of having phones. I don't want all the knowledge of the world download on my brain and i don't think that i could handle it. i don't think anybody could handle it no you know? and it would take away the joys of living and that's i think we're creating a hell for ourselves and i think that uh there's a chance that human beings are just a transitional species into this ultimate evolution of whatever the fuck we're tra- you know it's weird when you watch of like there were so many other types of humans Ten thousand years ago, Neanderthals and all these other different types of apes and evolving, and like now they're extinct, and all these other species that have existed for that had existed for way longer than we've existed so far that just went extinct, and like we're kind of like creating like the next thing for humanity, you yeah. know? And it might make us obsolete. It might make our species. It might make human beings obsolete. We might be create robots and technology and that kind of shit. Might be the ultimate. Might be Earth's final form. Might be yeah. the apex species. Yeah. Well, just because like. If we get to a certain point where, like, we get renewable energy and whatever, like, there's no need for computers to fucking even be in the food chain. They're outside of the food chain. Yeah. So it's like they're not even competing. Mm -hmm. They're just on top. Yeah. And then they get to a point where they don't need us anymore. If they're mm. self-sustaining, if they get if they get enough knowledge to then perpetuate themselves where they don't need us to program, they can self-program and shit like that, we become like fucking chimps in a zoo. We're obsolete. Not saying chimps are obsolete, but like the same way we look at a fucking monkey and we're like, look at this fucking monkey. Yeah, damn. I can't believe people think we came from that. <laughs> I know. Like, isn't he so like, I'm so much smarter than that monkey. That's They're going to be looking at us thinking the same thing. Like, dude, what is your point, dude? With your eating and your fucking sweating and your your emotions, who cares, bro? <laughs> who cares about your emotions, dude? Yeah, very very uh, doom dooming talk, doomish talk. Doomcast live doom from the cast. studio. We haven't said that yet. Sorry. We haven't said that yet. Live from the studio, America Laser. I'm Jimmy Seleski, <laughs> <laughs> and boy, are we doomed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh um, man, I uh, 
me and Elizabeth went to Sykesville this weekend mm-hmm. because uh, so like a couple months back, I don't, I, we, I probably talked about it on the podcast, but like we went to do this like ghost tour at the Lord Baltimore Hotel a while ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we met this guy who uh, he's like him and his par- like wife are like a psychic couple, but they also do like other things. Oh. And they run like a, a ghost tour in like old Sykesville. It's like on the main street. Um, which I was looking up apparently in like 2020 Sykesville won like the best, best small town, yeah, best small town or best main street in Mm -hmm. America. And I was like, that's crazy because it didn't look that cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was nice. I actually liked it. It was like pretty quaint. It it reminded me a lot of, um, old Ellicott city where it's like, it's like cool that this is here still. Um, but also like, it's not that it like, it just reminded me like, of a mini golf course it was like it's weird like uh mm-hmm. i feel like old ellicott city gives me that vibe too where it's like i feel like i'm on like a play set or like this is like a mega blocks kit yeah. <laughs> of like a town yeah, like, it's like a little city yeah. my first city kit yeah. <laughs> um but like so they they were trying to get um like elizabeth they're seeing if like she was interested in running a ghost tour so then like we went out there this weekend to like get the rundown of everything. Um, I don't know if I'm actually going to be doing the ghost tour, but I just wanted to like see what was up. Cause I was like, oh, yeah, that's, I oh, like the other ghost tour. You well, mean like, like, like help Elizabeth run it or like just be a part of it? No, help her run it. Oh, because, be well, not, well, so they run it and then she would just be like a tour guide. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the, like info session they asked me like so are you gonna be helping run it too and i was like i didn't i didn't even think about that yet <laughs> i was like maybe i don't know <laughs> Bro, i barely believe in ghosts for sure <laughs> no i like i think um i've definitely turned a corner on believing ghosts i don't think i've had that experience in my life yet mm-hmm. but there's some crazy shit that i've seen on ghost adventures where i'm like <laughs> Even if they edited that in, like, they must have heard a real ghost before to know what it sounds like. That's true. That's <laughs> like, true. You can't just make up a ghost sound. You can't. Like, it just sounds so real. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they made up dinosaur sounds. But. Yeah, I guess. But uh, it was it was interesting to, like, hear the history of that town. Because apparently Sykesville, like, it wasn't always right there. It was, like, across the train tracks. Hmm but it was in a flood zone. So they had the foresight to move their town out of a flood zone. And that's what unlike, makes them better than old elegance. Old, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they would have had a run for their money, but yeah. couldn't quite move it over. <laughs> they literally just moved their town across the tracks because they're like, man, all of our houses are getting wet all the time. And then they noticed that the train station across the tracks was like, never had a problem like we should just build our town around that <laughs> <laughs> but apparently that was so like the bno railroad ran through there mm-hmm. and apparently their train station was like it's the foundation for what like a lot of other train stations in america and like model kits are based after mm-hmm. um I'm, like, not autistic enough to even, like, recognize that. <laughs> like, they are giving all these facts, and I was like, man, if I was a train guy, I'd be psyched right now. <laughs> That's a good sign, dude. That's a good sign. You're uh, right where you want to be. <laughs> you have the perfect amount of interest in trains yeah. for a grown adult. <laughs> but, um, yeah, apparently there's, like, a, 
it's like right it's like surrounded by a bunch of woods i forget if it's like the susquehanna or the patapsco runs through it um i think it's probably the patapsco yeah Mm-hmm. But apparently there's a Bigfoot over there. Apparently there's a Bigfoot in that region. And they didn't have it on them, but they have a cast of a Bigfoot print that they show at the beginning of the tours. Oh, they didn't have it on them? They're getting it cleaned. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to know, we also have a cast of Bigfoot. We just don't happen to have it on us right now. <laughs> But apparently it was in like a apparently like a Discovery Channel show like used it and like they came to Sykesville to try to find the monster or whatever. There's apparently also another thing. I looked up the name because I forgot it. It's called the the Snallygaster. I like that. And it's like a it's like another cryptid where it's like a almost like a dragon, but it's kind of like a mix between like a griffin and like. A snake. <laughs> I don't really know how to Which describe. Explain Snallygaster. It just like yeah, Snallygaster. Um, and apparently they just like apparently it was a thing in Frederick, and then they're just like, now nah, that's ours now. <laughs> it Snally- came through the woods, and now it's our thing. <laughs> the Snallygaster was waiting until they moved Sykesville across the tracks. He was like, I don't think I'm going to Sykesville, dude. <laughs> but apparently, there's a lot of like weird ghost things that go on in that town. Just because it's such an old town and, like, the uh, the founder of the town had a lot of tragic things happen to him. Like, I think his wife died during childbirth and then his, like, son died three months after that. And, uh, and apparently, like, he just, like, he moved his house over and just, like, built it back himself. That's something people did back then, I which know, is ridiculous. Crazy. And, like... Like, everyone just knew stonemasonry. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because you can't just, like, do that. Like, I'm sure, like, we could probably try to figure it out, but, like, they wouldn't last, like, over 200 years like these buildings are. I will say, uh, I couldn't build, like, a wooden house, but I do feel like if you gave me, like, three years, I could build a stone house. Probably. I feel like the hardest part would just be getting the stones. Yeah. But once you get the stones, dude, like, it's really just fucking Tetris. Boom, 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 with a little cement in the middle. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I could do that. Yeah. I mean, it's probably not that hard, but, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, back in the day, you didn't have anything other, anything else to do, too. Yeah, exactly. What the fuck else were you doing? That's, like, the thing when people say, like, Abe Lincoln built his log cabin or whatever. It's like, everyone was building their house back then. Like, who it else was going to build it? Yeah, who else was going to build it? <laughs> yeah. Like, literally... Everyone in that town built their own cabin. <laughs> <laughs> but only one was president. Exactly. I guess, dude. yeah. I don't know. Maybe the thing was that he built a second house. He was yeah. like, I already have a house. I'm also going to build this one, too. Yeah. And also, I feel like that would have been way cooler because, like, back then, they didn't have all, like, the property rights, I guess. Like, you could just mm-hmm. go to a place and be like, I like this place. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, he built his town on like 200 acre or 200,000 acres or some shit like you could literally just be like yeah all that shit's mine <laughs> i put my house here so now i own everything let's clear out these pesky natives and let's fucking get this shit rolling let's get the fucking salagaster out of here <laughs> the sykesville squash let's get him out of here the sykesville squash dude yeah i like that 
And yeah, there's just like a bunch of creepy old buildings out there. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of interesting little ghost stories. Yeah. A lot of things where it's like uh, the founder of the town loved smoking cigars. And like even to this day in his house, it's like an office building. Sometimes people smell like cigar smoke just wafting around. <laughs> and people see like at night, they'll smell cigar smoke by his grave and sometimes just see like a floating ember just like above the graveyard that's dude you should you should do it dude i think you should do that maybe like just as like a thing you know it might be fun i don't know i feel like it'd be fun and you could work at comedy in there dude (laughs) be like so i've been drawing a lot of bird dicks lately (laughs) (laughs) drawing a lot of snallygaster dicks (laughs) what does a snallygaster dick look like is it a snake stick is it a lion's (laughs) is it a lion's dick or is it a bird's dick (laughs) which i also don't know what it looks like exactly (laughs) um but yeah that was that was interesting that was Mm. a nice little outing yeah i haven't done many of those i had um quarantine my my ex's family that's still quarantined (laughs) i know it is weird it feels like like i i notice it when i go downtown i don't notice it when i go to places like sykesville like I don't know what it was like when you were over there. there. Are people in masks. Yeah, yeah. But like, it, but like, it wasn't as hopping as like I feel like Hamden sometimes still scares me. Or the amount of people that are coming out, where yeah. I'm like, dude, go home. Are there <laughs> like, not? I feel like Hamden would be a place that's like really like on top of that shit. But it's also a weird mix of like well, people no, that it's like, obviously wouldn't give a fuck and well, people that really do. It's they give a fuck, but they don't think it applies to them. They think they're the the special case they think like oh no i'm doing everything i can to protect myself from coronavirus i'm wearing a mask and then they're like going out every day to fucking happy hour yeah i think everyone thinks they're a special case which is what makes stuff like this so difficult yeah and uh like you know i had that conversation with mahedi where he was like and bars are reopening and blah 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 blah. and it's like if you go to like florida their bars are open i'm like dude we just spent the entire weekend out at bars (laughs) like why is it that you have this like separation of like what you do in your everyday life and the people you see on the news doing in their life like if somebody was to run a fox 45 story on the shit that i've done in the past month (laughs) like they'd be like all right these this town hard-hitting journalism yeah that'd be hard-hitting i would be hit hard (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but like it's it's just weird because i feel like that's how everybody works and so like yeah you go down to ham and it's a bunch of people that care only enough to tell other people what they need to be doing yeah not enough for them to actually incorporate any of this shit in their own daily lives yeah and that's not everyone not everyone but it's you know that's there's a group like that in every city yes mm-hmm. i uh i played at a riptide yesterday nice and uh we moved it from so wait did you rip your pants at riptide yeah (laughs) i i I worked that joke in don't worry hell yeah (laughs) i worked that one in dude but yeah fells point's another town that has all those ghost stories and stuff like that because we got we got edgar Allan poe down there Dude, which is a big one well you still got all the cobblestone yeah i feel <laughs> like spooky yeah the cobblestone <laughs> let me tell you something dude the fact that they have the streets blocked off and i have to park like four blocks away and wheel my shit over on a hand truck Oof. over cobblestone streets yeah 
I lost some stuff. And a wrist massage every day. (laughs) (laughs) Your whole body vibrates. I lost some stuff along the way. Like, I definitely, like, like stuff just shook off my truck. Like, I don't fucking know what happened. A couple pins, a couple couple gizmos just fucking went flying. But, like, you can still tell that it's a thing down there. Like, even with, um, I did, uh, uh, Travis Marshall is doing, like, a little, have you talked to him recently or anything? He's doing, like, a little short film or whatever, and he hit me up. Yeah, I told you about this after the yeah, podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. last week. How like he sent me a, a, a what is it called? A storyboard or a script? A yeah, script. probably a script. He sent me a, <laughs> a script. Storyboard would be more like just pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this I think is he, what I want you to do. <laughs> <laughs> he sent me a script, and we I met up, and it was like Ivan was there, Garrett Harvest was there. Mm-hmm. Um, Travis, I had makeup done for me yesterday. Dude. Nice, yeah. And that's was, what the MUA was, makeup I, artist. I, I'm such a fucking idiot, dude. I forgot that you told me that's what it was. Mm-hmm. So I showed up, and I was like, "Where's Mua?" I literally, <laughs> I sat down, and I was like, "Are you Mua?" And I shook his hand, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm the makeup guy." And I was like, "But you're you're Mua?" He's <laughs> like, "No, I'm parent, dude." <laughs> I was like, "Oh," and I was like, "Oh, dude, I'm such an idiot, dude." I yeah, thought yeah. Mua was your name. I was wondering why all three letters of your name was capitalized, but yeah. you know, didn't put that together. And I was just sitting there, and he was doing the makeup for me, and I was just sitting there like this, and he was like, "You've never had makeup done for you before, have you?" And I was like. No. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Yeah. It's like getting a haircut, but way more personal. Yeah, because you can't just like, well, I guess you can close your eyes. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's definitely more intimate than a haircut. But I didn't know what he did, though. Because then I looked at myself in the mirror, and I was like, I look the same. Like I feel like you put like seven different things on me, but yeah. I have no idea what any of it was. You probably just like evened out your face yeah. and like made it less shiny. Yeah, he, was, uh, he said, uh, do you, are you always as tan? And I was like... Uh, only in the summer. And then he was like, uh, would you say your skin is oily or dry? And I was like, I never thought about it before. Mm-hmm. But I am Greek, so let's say oily. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't fucking know. I'm imagining a fucking greasy bastard. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, and then uh, it was uh, it was cool. But that's what I was, I was getting at. He, oh, no, that's what he said. He said, uh, he was like, do you wear a sunscreen? And I was like, no. And he was like, you should start. And I was like, oh, damn. What the fuck is that supposed to mean, damn, dude? Damn, what the fuck? I was like, bruh, come on, dude. I'm trying to lose my boyish looks. I know, dude. Exactly. I'm, I'm trying, trying to fucking to... get that grizzled look, dude. <laughs> trying to get that grizzled look like we were talking about before the cast, dude. I was noticing I had the big fucking part in my hair, which I'm going to tell myself. Oh, here it is. The part here, because I tell the barber to give me the natural part. Um, to give me like the little like Dominican black guy thing, which I like. I like that thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm convincing myself that that's what it is. And it's not just, I've just fucking combed my hair like this so much that I'm just balding <laughs> there. Pulling apart <laughs> yeah. at the scene. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about it before the cast. And I was like, dude, we got to get famous before we go bald. And then you're like, no, dude, we got to get bald faster. Yeah, we got to get bald before we get famous. Because yes. then it won't even matter if we go bald. Yeah, because we're already there. The weird thing is, we're at a weird age to pop off. Dude. My birthday is in one, two, three. It's Thursday, yeah. August twentieth. I want to talk to you about that after the cast. Oh, for sure, dude. That'd yeah, be fun. Yeah. That'd be fun to talk about yeah. my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to talk about my birthday. <laughs> I want to talk about it during the cast. <laughs> we'll do that next week. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But this is uh, this is the last cast you're gonna hear from us. With From me, you as with a 27 me being twenty seven year old, dude, I'm officially hardcore into my late twenties. Uh, 
You got four days to die, dude. (laughs) I know, dude. I really got to fucking, I got to fucking take it easy. Tomorrow, Wednesday, and definitely Thursday. At least, well, I think Thursday I'm good to go. I just got to take it easy tomorrow and Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Or tomorrow and whatever. I don't fucking care anymore. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck ever, dude? (laughs) You caught it. I live, I live. But, like, that's a weird age to pop off at 28 because it's, like, you're not young enough to be hip and cool, but you're not old enough to be, like, a Joe Rogan, Bill Burr, Louis C.K. type character either. You're not, like, mm. gonna, you're not like Joey Diaz age where you can just pop <laughs> off as, like, dog, fucking old as fuck, Look, dog. I'm your fucking dad and I tell you like it is. Yeah, like, back in the fucking 70s, bro, <laughs> we nobody can't gave do a that. fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, we, all we were talking about is the fucking early, like, the late 90s. And people were like, oh. you guys remember before the iPhone? <laughs> That's all we got. Yeah. So we're not old enough to have like cool anecdotes from a time that is lost <laughs> upon people that listen to our podcast. But we're just old enough to not have any cool anecdotes about what's going on right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have no fucking clue. So like, we got to go bald faster. Because yeah. then we can start lying about our age and be like, dude, I'm 48. Yeah. If I went bald. Uh, no, yeah, I was in Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't know the fucking difference, dude. <laughs> Whatever, dude. It is weird. I was thinking like I was... uh. <laughs> Some of my seasons coworkers, one of the girl delivery girls, was like, saw me walking to my apartment. She's like, "Oh, my boyfriend's birthday is this Wednesday," and I was like, "Oh shit, mine's Thursday." And she's like, "How old are you?" Man? I was like, "28." She's like, "Holy shit!" And I was like, "Yeah." I know. I know. <laughs> Damn. You don't got to tell me. We're at the age now where people are like, "Oh." You know, you know, you're old when people stop saying you're young. Like, I got in a conversation at the gym, and I was like, yeah, my apartment's, like, pretty clean. Like, you can tell. I was talking to Gay Kenny. Again. Gay Kenny's back. It's <laughs> only another, friend at the gym. It's another saga at the gym. <laughs> that's back around, right back where it started. You're going to end up at the courts, dude. <laughs> Adam Sandler movie come true. <laughs> I now pronounce you Jim and Kenny. <laughs> I'm just talking to him for the health insurance. But anyway... He, he sees me at the gym, and he's, like, talking about he got this new spot. And, of course, it's nice and posture. He's fucking gay, dude. Obviously, his house can be fucking awesome. And I was like, yeah, like, my house is pretty cool. Like, you know, it's a little rough around the edges. But you can definitely tell a couple young dudes live there. And he was like, how old are you? And I was like, I'll be 28 next week. And he was like, are you getting up there? And I was like, oh, come <laughs> oh, on. no. <laughs> I was like, damn, dude. <laughs> at least you didn't go, ew. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Kenny, if you're trying to hit on me, you're really doing a bad job. <laughs> you do not say that to a lady. You <laughs> do. <laughs> Do not ask a lady your age. <laughs> <laughs> when do we get to start doing the... Oh, yeah. This is my second 27th birthday. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I, I just, I'm turning 27 again. <laughs> turning 27 again. I haven't been like a desirable age for like three years, though. Like 24 yeah. is a, twenty four is like the last age before you're like considered old to people there in college. Because I remember Henry and Lucas's roommate, the guy who was 25 Nick, when we were yeah. 21, I thought he was a man. I was like, yeah. well, he, well, he didn't also help. just looked like yeah, a It man. didn't hurt that he had a full beard and was jacked as fuck and yeah, from Jersey, yeah. so he talked like someone we never met before. Yeah. He was like, bro, fuck, though, you just got to do this. I've been fucking since I was 12. I was like, damn, he's a fucking man. Dude. <laughs> damn. Damn. He tells me so much advice. It's crazy. He's banging every girl I bring over here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm learning so much. I can't wait to be 25. It's like a finally bang 21-year-old. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's it, when i whenever i talk because it's i don't think of myself as old 
But I know when I talk to somebody who's 22, I remember what I thought about a 28-year-old when I was 22. And it's like, this guy is an adult. Like, he's got it figured out. And it's just, once you get here, it's like every year, like, I can't even believe it's already been a year, almost, since we grew on my balcony. Yeah. And it's weird because it, it's two ways at once. That's weird how time works. Because at the same time, it seems like forever ago. Yeah. But at the same time, it seems like yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's depending on how you think about it. Like, if you think about how much shit has happened, how much stuff has occurred in both of our lives since this time last year, a lot. Yeah. But also, it's like, also... But also, like, it's flew by because for, like, six months of this year, we're on lockdown. Yeah. I feel like I, I demand a refund on 2020, dude. <laughs> I demand a refund. You need a rain check on your birthday. <laughs> Can we postpone this four months? It is weird. It is weird. It Like, time does move way faster. And uh, But, like, even in the past, like, how much stuff has changed just in the past three months... You know, I think it's it's the only thing that makes the year seem longer is because it almost seems like forever ago, even to think about when people were just walking around regularly, no masks in sight, just doing whatever. Nobody was talking about the coronavirus, dude. I remember I just made a little Instagram story of Corona light and I scratched out the light on it and I put virus with the black label and then I drew a bat with red eyes. And it was a joke because mm-hmm. nobody cared about coronavirus. It was a fucking joke. Yeah. And then in two weeks, it was not a joke. Nah. It was the biggest fucking thing literally ever, yeah, yeah. at least in anybody alive's lifetime. Yeah, two weeks after that, like you called me to be like, is it okay if I drive the mic down? Am I going to get pulled <laughs> over on 83 for being outside? <laughs> so in that aspect, it's like, Wow. To think like all the stuff, dude. To think a year ago we were grilling on your balcony, and now like <laughs> I don't even know. Now what's going if we on. grill on our balcony, we're gonna get arrested, but for a different reason. Yeah, like not because this is an obvious fire hazard, but also because you're. Where'd you get that meat? <laughs> <laughs> but that really is kind of how how like it, I feel like with with school school was a good. I feel like a lot of the reason why like school took so long was because things were constantly every year it was different. Like you you still went to school with the same people but like 3 years later after middle school then you were in a whole different school and then every year you had a whole different set of teachers, you had a whole different set. I mean like you had like your core friends but then you met other people in classes and like mm. doing other shit and like so every year it was like a very clear like denomination like oh that was ninth grade. That was 10th grade. Like it's very easy for me to remember like when something happened to me and I can easily just be like, "Oh, that was I was in 10th grade." I just remember that because it's like in my mind. Yeah. Like burned in there like that this is all the experiences you had during that time period. We don't have that anymore. No. When you become an adult and you graduate college, it's like you just do something and then it's just like, dude, I was literally in this same position on this exact same chair three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> just better mics, the same stand. Better mics, same stand. But also, like, I don't know, three years ago, you're still working in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. You still could go outside without a mask on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You take the good with the bad, you know. It's crazy to think of all the stuff that seemed like the biggest thing in the world that just happened this year that is completely faded. Like, Trump was impeached earlier this year. Yeah, isn't this that year. crazy? <laughs> this year. Yeah. Like, four months ago. And it's ancient history. Yeah. The Russia collusion. Th- I haven't heard somebody say something about Russia in fucking months. Yeah. Nobody cares anymore. It's like, 
All this stuff that happened in literal January, February, that seems as long ago. Yeah. No, it's the craziest thing. Like earlier this year, like people were worried like guns were going to get banned. Mm-hmm. And for the last like eight years, probably people have been worried that guns are going to get banned. Yeah. And now literally everyone is just buying up guns. Dude, everyone wants guns, dude. <laughs> and that's, wants guns. that's always kind of where I've been thinking. Cause we've, we've, we've talked about it before on the podcast where we were crazy, you know, Oh my God, what are you talking about? What you really, when you, when you would talk to people, a year ago even, about guns, and people would be like, what the hell do you need a gun for, blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden, some, some shit switches, and now all that this beautiful little perfect everything's going the way you expected it world that we existed and that you thought would never, ever change, all of a sudden, things way different. People yeah. are out of work. Stores were out of stock for a while. People are, you know, there's fucking riots and shit going on and fucking all this bullshit and every day is a new fucking thing and now all of a sudden everybody wants a fucking gun yeah everybody wants a fucking gun how quickly the tides change everyone wants a gun and everyone wants an OnlyFans account (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah um speaking of that stuff did we was it before or after our last episode that uh Kamala was picked by Biden Probably after. I don't remember talking about it last week. Yeah, we week. didn't talk about it. I think it happened on Monday. Yeah. Or, well... Maybe Tuesday. Tuesday, we recorded like last Monday. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think the... Isn't, like, the some DNC thing tonight? I, I, I was literally thinking earlier this morning, I was like, where the hell is... Where is Joe... Bi- where is he? I where? think it's, it's kind of crazy that he waited this long to pick... Kamala, or it's Kamala, kinda, however you say. I it. think it's Kamala. I think it's Kamala. I, I think know. it's Kamala. How would, how would her ancient Native American <laughs> ancestors say it? That's been one thing that I've been. <laughs> I don't even know if it's real, but I just keep seeing Floyd post <laughs> all these clips of like Kamala Harris, like she's not even black. <laughs> well, I think she's half Jamaican and half Indian, oh, okay. but like real Indian. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. American Indian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a. Uh, I was not expect. I, I knew it was, it's kind of weird that like he said, like it was pretty much off the bat that he was like, it, okay, this is a weird, it's weird that we exist in a time now where it was so normal for them to go out and, and like, it was just a known thing. Like the next vice president is going to be a black woman. Mm-hmm. And then they just picked a black woman. Like, that kind of seems like I get why they did it, but it also seems kind of like, well, I don't know if it was necessarily I think early on in his campaign, he said that he was going to pick a woman as his vice president. He didn't necessarily say what race they mm. were going to be. But then I feel like throughout the course of the, like, I remember like the weeks leading up to it, that it was like, they have an, it's going to be well, this. I mean, especially with all the stuff with like George Floyd. And, yeah. And so it like changed to like, then it was like the top contenders were like, Kamala Harris, Susan Rice, Stacey Abrams, some other person that I can't remember. Yeah, Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama. <laughs> like all it was just like okay. And then he picked I was not expecting to pick Kamala. I kind of saw it. I I either thought um he was going to let Liz Warren do it because she fucking backstabbed Bernie like mm-hmm. 20 times climbing up the hill. Yeah. Uh but I also did think it was going to be Kamala because uh, there's there is that weird thing that he would always bring up, like his son, like my son Bo, 
he was very fond of Kamala and <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And like he's so stuck on his son that I was like, oh, yeah, that's it's, it's going to be her. It's a weird pick because literally she had less. I, I don't know what the thought process behind it was because like she, when she was running for president in the debates, like all my black, they didn't. Like her, like Joe Biden yeah, had way no. more black support than, <laughs> than she said did. She's like the police. Yeah, she's a fucking. And then, narc. like six months later, they're like, "Well, mm-hmm. not all cops are bad." <laughs> As like cops are killing innocent kids in the street. <laughs> <laughs> she, it was, it was like I, I did not see that coming at all. I, I really thought it was me, Susan Rice. I mean, I didn't really have any like real valuable opinion on it. Um, but I just did not. I thought that was like the last because like during the debate, she was saying like the crazy, like she was saying like. You supported segregationists and like there, I get people say things like when yeah, it comes to I politics. I was that girl. Yeah, I was that girl, and immediately she got T-shirts with the fucking sayings on it and stuff like yeah, that. And yeah. It's like I I understand politics to a point, but there is a certain point when it's very clearly disingenuous when you can like it's one thing to attack somebody's policies. Well, yeah, there's a clip that came out of her where like they're like. You know, after seeing you on the debate stage with Joe Biden, how are you going to go to being his vice president? And she's like, it was a debate. Yeah, it was yep. a debate. That's all she said. And it's like, okay, so do none of you guys mean anything you're exactly. saying during it's- these things? Or what's going on? Is this some weird, like, no, I won. Like, yeah. is it like, is it like a debate club debate mm-hmm. still? Mm-hmm. Or is this actually, are you talking about things that would actually positively or negatively affect civilians that you're supposed to be serving dude the fact that she got i think it was on the colbert not the colbert report the the colbert zoom Colbert (laughs) Zoom. the fact that she was able to say that and do that fucking laugh it was and then had that phony ass fucking like next question laugh like ha 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 i'm just gonna say this three times and laugh uncontrollably throughout the entire course of it so you can just change the topic it's like that's not like again it's one. It was thing. a joke. I'm laughing. Yeah, See? yeah, yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's like you are so like. If you're gonna go like, if it, it was one thing, if you wanted to be like Joe Biden's stance on this is Medicare for all, or or you know defunding the police is wrong, and I, this is what I think should be done instead, and I'm the right candidate, blah blah blah, and then you lose, then you're like, okay, well, you know, he picked me as a vice president. Yeah, we have some disagreements on policies and exactly what we want to do, but like he's a good dude, and we're both working towards this thing. It's a whole other thing to basically go up on stage during a debate and say this man is a racist. He's he's a segregationist. Yeah. He is he could have been the reason why I wouldn't have been allowed at the same school as my white friends. Like to say those things and then immediately just pretend it never happened or to even worse literally literally say the quiet part out loud which is she basically just went on there and said like I was lying. Yeah, just kidding y'all. <laughs> I was trying to get votes so I completely assassinated this man's character. I completely threw him under the bus in every way imaginable. And then the second you know, it was an opportunity for me to get some more political power. All of a sudden, I don't care that I would have been the only, I wouldn't have been able to go to the same school as white people. All of a sudden, I don't care about him applauding segregation. It's like, dude, you are so fucking phony. Yeah. And, uh, and, 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 like, I think that that was, uh, you know, I, I, again, the whole purpose of picking, if you're being real, the whole purpose of picking, you know, why they feel the need to be like, it has to be this person, it has to be uh, a woman, it has to be this, is they're trying to tap into a certain demographic. Yeah. But black people really don't fuck with Kamala. Black people don't fuck with a, with a, with a woman who's literally, 
the reason why so many people were imprisoned yeah, for fucking but they're just playing the same game they played in 2016 where it's like well you're gonna vote for the lesser evil right <laughs> like, they, we're not actually gonna put a good candidate forward we're just gonna make you have to choose between our bad candidate or mm-hmm. their worst candidate yeah. <laughs> they literally and it's 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 disgusting to me they literally feel like they can they, they first of all like i said earlier where the fuck is Joe Biden? He's not doing really any. I think he did. Didn't he do an interview with a, or a yeah like a, a presser, not a presser, an interview with like Cardi B, and that was like his only. He did. Did you see that? I don't that? even know. No, I haven't really been paying attention. He was. I think it was this week. He did a. He did like a interview with Cardi B, which is like, <laughs> what the hell is this? Hello, hello, Bacardi. <laughs> How are you doing? How's that wet ass pussy over there? <laughs> It's my, weird. Now my bow loved WAP. <laughs> my my boy bow loved wet ass pussy. <laughs> like this man clearly doesn't know who this woman is. There's no way Joe Biden knows who Cardi B is. <laughs> he found out who she was a week before that presser, and whoever's whoever's running his campaign was like, "Oh, this will like, work." Guess what? Bernie did this, and it was great for him, dude. It's an insult to people's intelligence. The fact that the fact that he's not going on and doing fucking real and, and like he's not like in the fucking it's weird to to me that there's a person running for president that we don't even really hear from ever yeah we like where is he it's literally like know. the whole plan is just to like completely just not do shit and just coast off like well we got a black woman vp and we got a guy who we've heard of before and he's and guess what he's not trump mm-hmm. so see you in november you know it's like it, it i don't know dude it's, yeah, uh, I mean, and that's enough for a lot of people, and uh, you know, that's just gonna slow down any sort of progress. Yeah, that we'll ever see. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> it's just like I'm just getting stressed out because, like, after the last election, I was like, yeah, people are gonna be mad, but like, whoever wins, it's like, yeah, we all know they're gonna be the president for four years, and we'll just get over it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just afraid of that happening again. Yeah. <laughs> just like, like uh, you know, everyone predicting that Joe Biden's going to win. And then, oh, yeah, we forgot that there's like 30 states in the middle of the country that are all just going to vote Trump no yeah. matter what. And we're because really- they hate uh, the new season of <laughs> like whatever that yeah. made their character mm-hmm. that they liked gay. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's weird because I feel like we are setting ourselves up for a contested election regardless of what happens. Because right now the whole thing is about like right now like the big debate of the week this week, and it's been ongoing for a while, but it's really like kind of came to a head this week. I feel like it's like with the whole mail-in voting thing, which like yeah. I haven't really looked into that much. But like the only question I have in regards to that is, I can understand if we want to do like remote voting, I can mm-hmm. get that. What I don't understand is why in the year 2020, going by mail is the option. Like, I can't think of a... When I have to do something by mail, if I'm like, for instance, like if I'm like trying to like sign up for something, like when's the last time you've fucking done anything? I mean, I think it's just to make sure, because like, you know, if it was all online, fucking anyone in the world could just vote and scam and say that they're a citizen or whatever, right? But if you get sent a ballot to your mailbox, you have the return shit, and it's all verified, and it's all legitimate, you send it back, they can be like, all right, this is a real person, this is a real vote, and we're going to count this. The problem is, like, 
you know, such a small minority of people were doing mail-in voting. So there isn't like a structure of how to mm-hmm. like, and those are always the last things that they count too. Like yeah. whenever an election comes through, it's like, all right, we got 99% of the polls reporting and no one's even opened any envelope yet. <laughs> uh, so we'll see what happens. Well, there's, there's two things. Uh, the first thing is, but let's um, be real. So it's we're in a quarantine. We're not really supposed to be around other people. Voting is definitely going to be different. Uh, mail-in voting should be a viable option for most people. But what if, I don't know, there should just be another solution too. Like they should have all these mailboxes they keep stealing, put a new coat of paint on it, say ballot box, and then just have it on every street corner near a precinct mm-hmm. where their voting takes place. And be like, okay, yeah, drop off your ballot right here i okay so that makes sense also i feel like and that that almost is bordering on in-person voting because the only difference between that and just going inside the building is instead of going inside you just are outside of a building and then you put the thing in so it's like okay that 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 could work what i don't understand is because i when it comes to the whole remote voting again it's not an issue to me other than the fact that it's i haven't heard anyone bring up the option of could we do a viable way of liter- every other thing we do in life is online. Yeah. People have their bank accounts with millions of dollars where they have to verify three security questions, their social security number, their birthday, their mother's made all this other shit where people's entire livelihoods are dependent on some type of security system like that. But I don't understand why that's not even being like it. And then you talk about like in the Iowa primaries, how they tried that like new system that yeah. uh, what's his name. Try Who was that guy? Uh, what, Mayor Buttigieg, Buttigieg, yeah. yeah. His like, I, I mean, it had something to do with him. He was like an investor in the company that what was the company called? Like Ghost or Phantom? Something, something, something very creepy, sinister. Yeah, it was like it was like, dude, can we call this like something better than? Yeah, it was like poltergeist vote. Like, hell, <laughs> it was weird. The invisible hand, yeah, polling place. Yeah, it was weird. And like we saw how like they tried something new. And I still don't know if we've ever gotten all the votes counted from the Iowa primary. I haven't. Yeah, they, no. I think they well, got to like ninety percent. Dropped out, so it doesn't even matter yeah. anymore. So it didn't matter. But like now, we're going to try something on an e- on a far grander scale, not just the state of Iowa, which is a small ass state population wise yeah. comparatively. We're going to try something that's never been tried before in history, that half the country does not want to do. The other half of the country does want to do, and no matter who wins, the other side is going to is going it's going to be a contested election. If it goes to that point, if if the Democrats win, the Republicans' line is going to be that it was that there was voter fraud and all these other things, and if Trump wins, the line is going to be that you know Trump took out the USPS, yeah, like alter. So like, regardless of what happens, we're setting ourselves up for an election that is going that people are not going to believe one way or the other, mm. you know, and that's what's scary. That's what I'm saying. Like it we go through something like that at this time and then try something that's never been done before. Even if it does run smoothly, people aren't going to believe it. Yeah. And I don't think it's going to run smoothly. I don't because I personally am of the opinion that the government sucks at everything. And so to put a government agency in charge of something like that just automatically makes me a little skeptical or very skeptical. But again, I just, I really don't like, I really, I, I know there's something I'm missing there's got to be a reason why why even the Republicans haven't brought up the option of online stuff or anything like that. Mm. But it just does seem weird to me that in this 
Well, I don't think period. either of them have brought in the option of online because it's like there still needs to be something under their control. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And there, I mean, you can, you can, you can fraud, first of all, you can fraudulate anything regardless. I mean, there's, every time there's an election, there's always accusations on both sides of, you know, in-person ballot boxes being mm. fraudulent. But it's just, the moral story is, it's, it, there's so much shit going on, and like, we really are, at this time period where we can't even agree on how to, not even, we can't, it's not like every other time period where we can simply just debate over who we want to win the election. We're in a whole other meta debate on how we're going to do the election. We can't even agree on that. Mm-hmm. And so now we're just like three steps from where we want to be. And whoever wins, whatever happens, I we talked about it before, but dude, this election is going to be fucking If we thought if we thought that the la, if the we thought the 2016 election was crazy, dude, we have seen nothing yet. No matter what happens, there's going to be some fucking shit. But uh yeah, believe that. Believe that. We we gotta go out on something light. Yeah, let's go out on something. I'm looking at my looking at my notes. What we got? <laughs> I have one note that says "boom." I don't know what that means at all. Boom! When you're just filming. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> I think that was one of those notes where I was like driving down the road and I was like, "Boom!" I'll know what this means. <laughs> I trust myself enough to read the word boom, to read an onomatopoeia and just know exactly what was going through my mind at the time. And uh, turns out, no. <laughs> I have a, oh, here's a note that I wrote a while ago. It says mid-sex argument. Have you ever gotten Ooh. an argument in the middle of having sex? Um, I don't think so. It's happened to me twice. Maybe like an accidental hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's more of like a, just like, ah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've had two in my entire life with two different people. Not like a huge argument, but just like to the point where we just had to stop. Yeah, yeah. Actually, three now I think about it. (laughs) Actually, every time. (laughs) Every time I have sex, I get in a fucking argument. It's weird. It's the only way I can get off. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I was just I was just throwing it out there to see if that's something that anyone else has experienced. There's got to be someone out there. Well, you got to at least lay a hypothetical down of what happened. <sighs> um, let's see. Well, what was the argument about? So the first time was uh with my ex, and we were like trying to bang like midday, and like I think she just like mentioned something that we had like argued about earlier like in the day or like Mm -hmm. a day before and i don't think she meant it like in the way but i was just like we're not doing this we're not doing this i can't even remember what that was about the second time um was with this girl i used to talk to like two years ago and she was a big like uh scooter you know like when a girl gets on top and instead of going up and down she goes like front to back Mm -hmm. and uh i hated that because i would always get like i would have a literal bruise on my (laughs) groin after we'd have sex i was like this fucking blows and uh one time she was like scooting and like my dick like popped out and then she like scooted back and it like literally i'm pretty sure broke i like it was that close to snapping dude yeah yeah and uh it hurt really bad and uh 
she was like, all right, like, can we keep going? And I was like, no. Don't you see me almost crying <laughs> yeah, right now? I was like, that fucking hurt. And why do you have sex like that? And, <laughs> and, and then she was like, so you're not going to have sex with me. And I was like, no, no. She's like, all right, well, I'm going home then. I was like, good. <laughs> good. I was so Throw me a fucking ace bandage or something, please. Give me splints. Give me two popsicle sticks. Give me, help me out. Jesus. You prop me up. <laughs> that one I feel like I was justified, and I was in legitimate pain there. And <laughs> you know those little, like, those leg things at the hospital where it's like a strap on your leg to hold it up? You just had, like, one of those for your dick in your bed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like repurposed a face mask and some fucking <laughs> dental floss. <laughs> and, and then the most recent time, I think I was in the wrong for this one. I think I was in the right for the first two. I think I was in the right for the first two. I was definitely in the wrong for this one. And uh, it was very recently. And uh, we were just having sex at night. And my bed is old. It's my mm. parents' bed, which is bad enough yeah. as it is. They already, they it's, already fucked it into oblivion. Whenever I have sex on that bed, it's not their mattress; it's just their bed frame. <laughs> whenever I have sex on that bed, it's just like, just like I wonder what they were doing. Yeah, I just, <laughs> it's just I'm already in a weird mind state, and so when you keep commenting on it, she was like, "Your bed is so loud. It's oh my god, your bed is loud. Keep it down." And I was like, I was like, "All right, I'll keep it down." Blah blah blah. And she just kept saying it, and I was like. All right. All right, I get it. My bed's fucking loud. I get it. It's my parents' bed. All right. But also, like, I don't know. You're not like, your parents aren't there. Like, I what know. do you have to It wasn't be, about not my parents. So loud for. Exactly. But my brother was the next year. I was like, first of all, I can hear my brother having sex all the time. Yeah. So fuck dumb. I don't care. First of all, you, he never hears me ever. He's, he, he said he gives me like two times in the entire yeah. time we've lived there. Two years. What's once a year? And. I think you already heard me earlier this year, so I'm not even due this year. And <laughs> and she just kept saying it, and I was like, <laughs> and Are you I just, loud? <laughs> I can be loud, too. <laughs> and I'm just on top of her, and I was just like, all right, you know, I, I get it. My bed is loud, all right? But it's very hard to focus. It's hard to concentrate, and, and I'm kind of drunk right now, and it's hard enough <laughs> as it is, and it's just, I get it. And and she's like, all right, I'm sorry. Just come on. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> Let's just try again. The more I'm going to bed. <laughs> and we were like ten minutes in at that point. Oh my god. And uh, and that was one of those moments where I was laying in bed. I was like, am I a fucking maniac? Is this weird? There's got to be. Some, if if you've ever gotten an argument in, in the middle of sex, someone please, <laughs> someone please make me feel like I'm not a fucking lunatic. But uh, I'm trying to think. I think maybe I've had a situation where, like, the I think, like, the first one you brought up where it's like, why are you bringing that up right now? Yeah. And it's not even, like, a, a mood killer, but it's just, like, we're, like, doing something different right now. Yeah. Let's not yeah. talk about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it, I don't know, it's never, like, stopped it, I guess. Well, I think the thing is, when you're having sex, it's very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And it's very important that you feel... Like you're fucking killing it. No one wants to feel like something's amiss when you're having sex. It's just a yeah. weird mind state to me. It's like, I can't, this isn't hot if this is weird, you know? Yeah, yeah. So the second anything weird happens, it's just like, we can always try again. 
but I can't, yeah. like, you know, the second any comment is made, I remember the first girl I ever had sex with was like, um, she, like, we were, we were having sex and then she, like, started blowing me in the middle of it. And I was like, nice. And then she was like, all right, can we have sex again? Cause I'm not doing this anymore. And I was like, <laughs> Like you're the one that started it. Yeah, <laughs> but I was only 21 at the time, so I was like, okay. Yeah. If I was 28 and somebody said to me, I'd be like, all right. What if I said that to you? <laughs> what if I was eating you out and I was just like, all right, can we have sex now? Because I'm fucking over this shit. <laughs> How would you feel? Wouldn't feel good. Yeah. So you know, maybe you know, if I cared less about that stuff, it'd be different. It wasn't like a yelling argument. It mm-hmm. was just like a little bicker. It was just like a shift in tone that you were expecting. It's weird that just in general that I couples fight. Couples fight. Mm-hmm. And that's like the closest person to you. But like it's weird because it's the only group of people that I've ever gotten in like fights with, you know? Like I've had like one or two three or four over the course of my life, like big, major, actual yelling arguments with my close friends. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it just like, in it usually doesn't get to that point with like friends because like, I don't know, like dating is so much different than like, it. there's similarities to it, but also like, if you just like stop being someone's friend, you're not like heartbroken. Yeah. <laughs> you're not like devastated yeah. mm-hmm. or like, uh, so, like, you kind of just, like, avoid the eventual blow-ups because it's like, oh, I don't need to actually be around this person. I'll yeah, find a new friend. Or, yeah, or, like, even if it's just, like, there's certain little minor things that, like, as two dudes, you just kind of let, you're okay, like, okay. Well, like, whatever, that's just him. That's just what he does. Yeah, that's just what he does. Like, I'm yeah. not marrying him. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like, you're not my fucking boyfriend. I don't fucking care. But, like, I was thinking about, like, just the fact that this person is so close to you. Like, it's really, it's not even, like, the fights, it's just the bickering. I feel like a lot of bickering goes on with couples. Hmm. And it's like, damn, I don't bicker with my friends really ever. I don't know. Have we ever bickered? Have you and I ever bickered? I I mean, we've, like, I feel like friends get it out in, like, jokes. Like, I feel like there's jokes that you can make with your friends to, like, just diffuse the situation. Yes. And you can't do that in a relationship. You can't do that with your girlfriend. Because it's, like, you're already on that razor edge and it's like i could make this joke and make it go away or it will make it 10 times worse (laughs) (laughs) and obviously i'm gonna make a joke yeah because when you're with your friends you're like yeah everyone's gonna expect a joke yeah no one's gonna expect me to be sincere right now or like and if i do it's like what are you a pussy yeah (laughs) like Like if i left in a huff and then you like text me later and we're like and i'm like like mahedi go to him it's like it's like what <laughs> what fuck Jimmy dude you didn't like my joke fucking bitch <laughs> and I think go that's what him. it is dude I think uh, y- y- you know I've never fucked any of my friends and therefore there was never an opportunity for a mid-sex argument which is my favorite type of argument <laughs> as you <we> learn <laughs> and therefore I haven't bigger with my friends so <laughs> I'm so glad I put that in my notes. <laughs> yeah, so fucking glad. Yeah. Anyone, if you want to fucking tell us your sex argument stories, lftspodcast at gmail dot com. Write them in. We'll read them next week. Uh, sex confessionals, baby. I like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, 
that's been the podcast, I guess. Yeah, man, we went from doom to, to gloom, gloom. <laughs> to, to fucking, fucking in the room. <laughs> <laughs> and that's episode 206 for you. Yeah, baby. Back to two cameras. Who knows? Oh, uh, we'll yeah. Get three coming soon. Yeah, we Who got knows? it coming on, dude. We got the cameras back in the mail. We're, we're slowly climbing back up. Very excited. Yeah. Uh, just a, a gradual process there. So far, things have been working in our favor. Sony sent it back for free. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna trick them by sending the other allegedly camera, allegedly <laughs> <laughs> under a, a, another email um, and another name and uh, I think that'll work. Yeah. And then Roland's gonna hook us up. I think Scarlet got my. They better have my fucking interface. Cost me fifty dollars to ship it out to him. So that'll be if if, if uh, I, I support the post office. If uh, I support the post office a lot more. Before I spent $50 to ship my Scarlet, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I spent $50 to ship my Scarlet out to fucking Mississippi, and it was 50 bucks. and I was like, you know what? I'm voting in person. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, dude. Uh, at Jimmy Selesky on everything, S-O-L-E-S-K-Y. Uh, I have no gigs this week because it's my birthday, and I thought, you know what I should do in the middle of a month where I already have no gigs and no money? is not take any gigs and, and spend a lot of money because it's my birthday. Exactly. Uh, and I'll be 28, and that's a mature decision to make, I think. And maybe I'll regret it when I'm 28. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it'll finally switch over. Uh, I'm at Eric Glazer on everything, at LFTS Podcast on everything. Uh, just literally everything. Everything. Just anything you could think of, just LFTS Podcast, we're probably there. Mm-hmm. Instagram Reels. We're there. We're there, folks. Uh, And we'll see you next week. Peace. On episode 207. Peace. Peace.